Sickness 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Creepy E, Big Dick Toledo, ready to go for what was, without question, the most glorious Memorial Day in the history of Arizona. In fact, uh, kind of uh, factual on that uh, regard, it was uh, the coldest it's been on Memorial Day in 31 years, and like the third or fourth since they've been keeping records by a degree or two. It was unbelievable. If you didn't drink yourself silly yesterday, you weren't trying. I did. Oops. I got some projects started, you know, went to went to lunch, had a couple of Bloody Marys, late late breakfast, early lunch, got home, got a project started, started a little, little slow drinking during that. And I'm like, you know, while I'm at it, I might as well straighten this garage up, a little more slow drinking during that. Dinner came around, to slow drinking during that. Next thing you know, I'm plastered, it's 8 o'clock. It makes good. you want to do projects when yeah. you're drinking while you're yep. doing it. I felt manly. It was like, I'm a man today. I've got this house of mine. Ah, I will clean every bit of it. Straighten this and lift things, and I did exactly that, and then, and then uh, just drank, just drank my, uh, drank my uh, evening away. It was crazy. And then my Gabers and I have uh, united over not liking uh, a whole bunch of things. We've united over hate, which is a fantastic way. Huh? And then you get drunk, uniting over hate. Like I've always said, hate brings people together, and it's done it again. We've got things so we you're hate. T- you're plotting. You're we're plotting. plotting. We got some plotting. Well, no, we're not plotting on a neighbor, Brady. Let's settle okay. down a little bit. I don't want any. Jesus Christ, man. He's giving it up. <laughs> Come on. When you're trying to kill somebody, you don't tell Brady, evidently. He, he, Jesus he doesn't have your back. You right, Devin. Right yeah, I gotta get rid of Yeah, I, I shouldn't have told him. He's Mr. Neighborly. I forgot about that. <laughs> Neighbors are only be used for casual conversation about the weather and annoyances in the driveway, not for plotting murders. <laughs> He wants so, to sabotage you. So I was evidently I got to abide by his neighborly rules. Christ on a crutch, man! I told you that in confidence. Yes, we're trying to kill a neighbor, but no, you didn't have to say it. Sorry. Oh, man, rewind, start over. Had a wonderful day yesterday. Yeah, I went to. They had uh, people over for the. Well, it was well, now we just call it the plotting. And uh, and I wore my Barry Manilow shirt, thinking you know, went in Rome. Yeah, and uh, they're the only the only gay guys were the gay guys. I, mean, I thought for sure we'd have a whole bunch of them. There are no gaggles. They hang out with straight people. Everybody there was straight. We had a wonderful time talking to a bunch of straight people. Like, well, I could do this at my house. No, that can't be. That was there had to be one or two. One. Other. No, I even came over in the berry shirt, and I'm like, everybody here's gonna love me. And they're like, you're the only you know one doing. Well, you were that. the next closest. I was. Gay. The, I was. Yeah, it was. That was. There was one and one a gay, and then the rest were all straights crazy so what are you gonna do but it was an you know it's my berry shirt i'm proud of my berry any Manilow questions shirt. about it about my berry Manilow what, shirt? what's with the manilow shirt no they all loved it <laughs> well the gays loved it and then everybody else is like why are you wearing a berry manilow shirt i'm, like, I'm in a gay guy's house that's, that's what i meant yeah it's like i'm gonna wear a sombrero in mexico it's the same thing so i tried that but yeah i mean what a day just ridiculous i got a lot done I got drunk. I didn't realize how drunk until I woke up to pee at like three in the morning, and I was still a little drunk. I'm like, "Ooh, this might be a rough ride in," but I was fine by the time I woke up. 
for work. Yeah, it was it was a it was pretty marvelous. That was as good as it gets. And although the frustration for because I was putting some patio furniture together, and you want to swim? Yeah, you want to yeah. swim. It's hot outside. Kids then, got in, and then screws yeah. are missing from the pool. No, just from the <laughs> furniture. I got oh. like there was a hole in the box. Oh, screws were all, and I'm just frustrated yeah. trying to. Get all in the little Allen wrench. More drinking. Yeah. yeah it's got to drink do. more when you Drink it and when you're putting things together if you're not plastered at the end. Because then that's why it's like, ah, some of these screws are missing. You put some gum and you find some Liquid mud nail. Figure it out. Yeah, that's exactly. Why, that's why I told my wife, I'm like, just you sit on the left one. I'll, <laughs> I'll take the right one because who knows when that will yeah, go. This one's a little shaky and I'm willing to take a, a spinal <laughs> injury. I don't want to hear it from you. In your wheelchair. If you'd have just followed the directions, I wouldn't be in this chair. <laughs> well, I didn't, and I told you to sit on the other one. And you just, it seems okay. A few fine. screws are missing. Did you put your ass on it and do the shake? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're all right. It'll hold up. You got a summer. You got a summer out of that. <laughs> yeah, I was the, everywhere I went, I had a copper mug yesterday, just guzzling vodka out of that thing. Right. What a day. What a per, I mean, a paradise. We were, we're truly in paradise yesterday. Just phenomenal. Awesome all the way around. So uh, congratulations, Phoenix. You made it through. Yeah, records broken, everything else. And then I saw the story yesterday, more, uh, like in the evening. When you're a little drunk, this is funny. And when the news tries a heartwarming story of two Jewish boys trying to save a man from drowning who happened to have swastikas tattooed to his body. And they're like, two Jewish Laundry. boys saved a drowning man. I mean, you don't know the drowning man is an anti-Semite. He's not shouting that out. Wow. Is he? Like, as he's drowning, he's like, hey, you swarthy, heathy Jew... Get over here and save my... He's just like, help, help. And then you pull him out and you find out after. And then the Jews would be bad if they put him back and, like, started to drown him. So it's, it's a not, movie plot. This it, is great. It would be if they knew. Hey, old Carl with all the swastikas is a drowning. The Jews would have let him drown had they known. But this isn't enough. Well, it could have been... I mean, we'd, we'd known people that got him in jail or something and then had right. him removed or but this guy evidently him. is a full-on anti-semite like oh he is. yeah he's yeah he's like a like he's still living the life they pulled him out and he's good and he goes uh you know he started hitting him or something i don't know <laughs> he was like mad about it so he didn't thank him he wasn't oh i think he thanked him there. i think afterwards it became heartwarming but i still think he hates the jewish people he just likes those two you know there's a couple of kind of like during slavery when you you had the slaves and then you had your favorites they're just they're this treated guy's, them a little better. Right, they got to go in the big house and hang out and look at the white women. This one is basically the Jews are uh, these two Jews are they're allowed to do stuff in this guy's world. Maybe he'll world. change. Unidentified students. He say can they, change. They, we they, can change. That's yes. right. Rocky pointed this out in Rocky Four. I don't know if you remember. We can all change. See a lot of changes going on. <laughs> Guy drowning with his swastika. A couple of Jews. What is the boxer talking about? You put him out of the drink. If this can change. Nobody changed. The guy is still a uh, anti-Semite. They are still Jews. This can change. He's going crazy. He's got a CTE. They're just going to train harder. Yeah, I just... I, I, I just uh, sort of pictured the whole thing being just like... When's the last time you ever gone? Oh, my God, there's a man drowning. Do you think he's racist? That's not your next question. Oh, you go in. You help, or you just go, ooh, call somebody. So he couldn't swim? Where was this at? That's yeah, a little-known fact. Anti-Semites can't they swim. They can't swim? Yeah. They sink? They're just jealous of Jews because of the Dead Sea. <laughs> you and your floaty water? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Uh, he was struggling. I, I, however it happened, it's not like, well, uh, nobody knew he was racist till the end, and then the news tried to make it seem like these Jewish kids 
put all their you know thoughts and fears aside. They just saved somebody's life, and then later found out they they didn't ask the Jews. Uh, they said you know they asked those Jewish kids. They're like, did you re- do you regret it? And they can't go on the news and say yes. Yeah, who's going to say yes? Nobody's. To all the questions are tainted. Everything you know. There's a fly in the honey, and so you get the news cameras in your face. Could you regret saving the racist? Probably deep down, yeah. I, I, I bet they do. What was the toughest thing? Said uh, wrapping them in a Nazi flag to keep them warm <laughs> right. after pulling from the water. Go get my my flag out of the out of the truck. It's under the Jew hating material. Okay, this swastika blanket. If you don't touch it, Jew hands. He gets all sensitive. Now, now go get me some uh, ivory soap and uh, wash off uh, all the Jew claw that was all over me, trying to save me from the drink. You're lucky you saved me. <laughs> right. I mean, the story is tainted. Two Jewish boys saved a man with swastika tattoos from drowning. They didn't know. Well, you can't nope. blame them for writing that story. Though. I know. That, 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 well, the story made the news find out about it is my question. Help, help. I'm a racist and I'm drowning and I hate Jews. Help, help. I think the swastikas gave him gave him away. Yeah. Or he couldn't shut up afterward. I can't believe it. I was saved by two Jews. Yeah, maybe. I'm never going to hear the end of this in the next meeting. (laughs) Well, look who it is. It ain't Carl Smithstein. You're getting soft. How you doing there, swimmer? Should have just drowned. I'd have had some pride and tried to drown them Jews come out after me. And they weren't coming out going, we're Jews, we'll help. He didn't know they were Jews. They didn't know he was racist. Just being people. Isn't it amazing? Just to be people sometimes. Now, would have been real obvious if they were, like if he was super white supremacy Nazi. If he was marching and, and stumbled off the bank yeah. into the river. Well, I say this, if two black kids went in to save him, but he probably wasn't swimming in an area where that was going to happen. Plus, black people can't swim. We all know that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't even it's a fact. <laughs> Just great Memorial Day stories all the way around. And Brady, your state's my state, too, but I'm happy about it because Indiana needs to be remodeled. The tornadoes that are absolutely just of Dayton. blowing up all over in the middle of the night. Like, they had night tornadoes. Well, I don't even know. That's horrifying. So, yeah, Ohio and Indiana. Indiana needs it. Ohio needs it, too, but Brady won't admit it. They both need cleansing from uh, terrible weather events. And, you know, as long as nobody gets hurt. Just to clear out some of the weeds and some of the old buildings, I think Indiana is. Actually, some of Indiana, the people need to be in those buildings, too. Southern Indiana, you could wipe that whole thing out if you if you want to just put the people in the buildings and have the tornadoes go by, because they're not helping the, the state's reputation by any stretch. The meth capital of America. <sighs> Swept through, though. I mean, again, uh, you can't beat where we were yesterday. The 79 degrees on Memorial. I can't figure this out. But it's all over, folks. This is it. One more week of decent, and then you're someone all was telling me they got word that this is going to be the coolest June. Who told you that? There's one guy that I play tennis with. He said it twice. He Future man. Yeah. Like, yeah. By the way, I'm back from July. He's heard the prediction. You're going to love June. Prediction. Amazing things. By the way, we lose today at tennis. It shouldn't even have shown up. <laughs> He's a weatherman on yeah. the side. Weatherman. Yeah, yeah, Not only a weatherman. He's got better weather capabilities at his tennis match than anybody on television. Well, ignore it's like 14 days, and they don't even risk that. Seven-day forecast. This guy's going all the way to July. I got all 30 days. I've been doing my math at well, home. It's June and history. Thanks, a beautiful mind. Now serve. Did you lose? Nope. No, you won. 
Yeah. That's why he showed up. Whenever he showed up. He was up, on the other side. He's, oh, you beat him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he not, So I wouldn't take his predictions at all. Because if he's going all the way to July with weather, why show up to a tennis match you knew he was going to lose? I've seen this match. I performed terribly. I shouldn't have come. Oh. I'll be wandering around the lake. Monday, June 3rd is the first 100-degree day. Yeah, no, there's no All the way to June 11th, it says. We tried to use Brady's method and pray it away, but... It's a good run. As Brady always says, and I'm now following him, I think it's a fact that we have to just flat out say it together. There is no God! Yeah. <laughs> well, it hasn't happened yet, John. There is no God! I hear you, Brady. We tried to pray to God and say, no 100-degree days, but he's not going to listen. We're gonna hey, have maybe it. the tennis guy will be right. Brady, I heard your friends praying to the Lord Jesus that uh, not to do 100 degrees. Well, there uh, is no God! <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, but it's it was magnificent. It was just a great weekend all the way around. And the man, the restaurants ridiculous. Tried to get some breakfast at the Orchard over on uh, 12th Street, Glendale. It's got all these restaurants inside. Oh, holy Moses, was an hour long line, just ridiculous amount of people everywhere. What is with the breakfast spots? Oh. In the huge line. Yeah, why is that only breakfast? I don't, I don't know. It's the easiest one to make at they home. Keep making more. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they build like a billion of next to each packed. other. Yep, there's two of them. Literally, there's one store separating them. And, and both of them are like six hours. I think you get your name in both of them and just you take a shot. Six hours. It's the easiest stuff to cook. Just nobody wants to do it. But breakfast places are insane. And, and if there's a church in the area, you uh, might as well skip it. Yeah, don't, don't just go, go home and <laughs> chew on the carpet because you're, you're going to get protein out of that before you ever get Unless it's food. 9 a.m. because they're still in church. But right those now. people are willing to stand in line. Like at, at Lucy's at the orchard, there's this line. It's all the way out the door and I'm like, ugh, we're not. In- I am not waiting an hour for no. breakfast. You know what it no. is? No, no offense, Brady. It's a bunch of Brady's that love kibitzing. <laughs> back there was a lot of that talk. going on. There was a ton of that. And they've got this section where... Nice shittish. Yeah, well, you know, I'm saving Nazis. Might as well. <laughs> Keep with the theme. Yeah, so they stay with the Jewish theme to some sort of holiday. What was the word? Kibitzing. 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 It's like chatting or, you know. It's actually, I think it's, I think, no it's, idea. I think it's Jewish for bullshit. I think. Okay. It. Yeah, I'll so. look it up. Are you one of them Jews? <laughs> Are you? Shh. I swear to God, if I'm ever swimming and you're around, just leave me be. Let me bubble under. Wow. Yeah. Now, Jeremy threatened to bring his kids over to my house to swim. What? Yeah, so I set up my... Like an nowhere threat? Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm going to drop the boy off, and you just put him in the pool and uh, give him some water, and he'll be fine. I'm like, uh, okay, and we'll start my new favorite game called uh, Pocket Rocks, and we'll play that with him for a while. You bring okay, that, that's 15. You bring that kid over, we're going to be playing Dive for Pocket Rocks. <laughs> Your kid's away from me. You can't do that. Yeah. It is, though. There was a ton of kibitzing. Kibitzing. <laughs> to offer unwanted or meddlesome advice. All right, I didn't know that part. Well, that's that's the, that's the when it gets too Jewish. That's when they start in with your personal life. Are we Are we like a... First one's just chitter-chatter. Was there a bet with somebody to get kibitzing into the show? No, I tomorrow. think I was just hearkening back to when Brady had his, had his uh, Yiddish dictionary. That one stuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like Nazi stuff, last night at the gays' house, at the end of the night when the our alarm went off, got to go shoot the pussy across the street there, and uh, when we die about a cat. Just said, gotta go, gotta go shoot the pussy. See you later. They started to play David Allen Coe's, um, what was it, shave or something, big bald pussy, and they started laughing, and I'm like, what in the world is this? 
Like, why do you guys have that on tap? <laughs> like within seconds, I'm like, we gotta go. They're playing the David Allen Coe. I never expected that here. <laughs> They're trying to clear the house. I certainly did not expect that at your house. But yeah, we'll go. We'll go now. It was a funny song, but holy Moses, Troy and Michael, who asked me not to use their names anymore, but Troy and Michael played Big Bald Pussy at their house last night because they're David Allen Coe fans. That's going against the uh, code, I think. But what are you gonna do? Yes, Brady, we are plotting a neighbor's death. For Christ's sake! I tell you this in a text yesterday, saying, "Hate unites." When you what you told me that? Yeah, well, did let's not act <laughs> stupid now. Got to do it smart though, real smart. How's it going? Not good so far. Still alive though. I don't know if it's death so much as it is. It's just gonna maybe the David Allen Cole drive him out. Maybe it'll keep him around. We got to be careful. So, it's a good start. It's a great start. Usually neighbors don't like that. It was a surprising. The kids will surprise you. I tell you, they'll surprise you at every turn. Uh, it's 6.02. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one to start this glorious morning. Another good day. I mean, it's another fantastic one. Take advantage of it. Take the day off if you feel like not going. You get another perfect day. In. Why not? Take advantage of this. We don't get many of them in May and June. Uh, and then wake us up. 585-9800. Wake us up. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KU video. Wake up! Thank you. Silence the voice. It is uh, 618 Tuesday and legally uh, acceptable to punch anyone who says to you, Feels like a Monday. You can hit him right square in the mouth. You can't tell the difference. Shut your mouth. It's Tuesday. Quit saying it's Monday. It gets confusing. And you're the one who ruins it. It's Tuesday, and you know it's Tuesday. Quit acting like it feels like a month. You had a great three-day weekend. Feels like uh, three-day weekends are the way things should always be. Tuesday should I be. Agree. Oh, man. That's the best. You, you come back refreshed. Everything feels good after a three-day weekend. Two days is just barely enough rest. To get you motivated to show up Monday. Three days, I'm fine. Feel good today. Woke up good. I had plenty rested over the weekend. Drank. Happy. It's good stuff. Uh, Toledo was out at the Fan Fusion. We were just talking about that off the air. Just checking out all the fun stuff and the pictures and of all the uh, overweight Harley Quinns and overweight Batman. And, and again, we were just talking about how it's always the hero. Nobody ever wants to do like... Uh, overweight Bran the Broken from Game of Thrones because he's in a wheelchair, but he's technically the winner of Game of Thrones. Now, why no one wanted that? They, they showed it on the news, and it was just... I, I would... I gotta go down there one time before the news goes on and says, alright, I need all you guys to gather around behind the uh, reporter and pose with your weapons, and it is... There's nothing funnier when you're removed from the fan fusion, and you're just at home on your couch, and you see a bunch of overweight weirdos with plastic swords posing and fake fighting behind a lady who's, who's reporting on them. And, oh, the Harley Quinns and the and the Batman and the Daenerys. I didn't see any of those. You oh, said there were a ton of those. Uh, walking in on Saturday morning, I saw six Daenerys's when we were going to start a counter. We did start one for Harley Quinns because they were everywhere. Oh, yeah. But walking in, I thought Game of Thrones counter is what we need because there Strong. were a bunch of Sams that were dressed up as Jon Snow. <laughs> Fat Jon Snow's. Wrong costume. <laughs> You sure they weren't going for the sand? Yeah. Nope, I'm sure. It's a very tight battle. The man bun might be the only difference. It was because a lot of them had, two of them had fake man buns. Like, you could tell that, I don't know where they got it, but it it wasn't their hair. Yeah, the best part is, are you Sam? No. (laughs) I'm Jon Snow. I can't understand you with a Cinnabon in your mouth. Well, it's that and it's the sword, Eric, that gives it away. Oh, that's right. Because I thought, hey, that's, no, that's Jon Snow. Got the steel in your pocket. No wildlings? Uh, I saw one... Uh, Red-haired guy had Yeah, yeah. I saw one... Uh, Tormund. Tormund. Tormund, yeah. yeah. 
So it was, uh, yeah, it was interesting to watch on the news. And then I was downtown and saw a couple of them straggling around on Friday evening. And it's funny. I had to leave dinner. I took some X-Lax for fun Friday afternoon because my, my stomach felt funny. And I'm like, Praise I'm just never been said. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just for fun. I had a stomach thing Friday afternoon. I'm like, I'm going to cleanse. I'm going to clear the system as fast as I can. So I popped it and then uh, figured it would, because it says it takes seven to 12 hours. Nuh-uh. takes about four. And I'm at dinner with everybody, and I just looked at Megan, and the food was on the way, and I'm like, I got to go home. <laughs> Why? Just I took some X-Lax about. You can't go out after taking the Dude, I didn't know. It said seven hours. <laughs> Pushing Seven it. hours, four hours in, I'm like, I'll go home, and I just ran Your home. Pumpkin carriage went. I told everybody at dinner, and I they and I, I had to take a huge X lax dump, and I can't do it here. It wouldn't be fair to the people at Rotten Grapes, so I left, and I drove home, and I it was unbelievable, man. I, now I know what all those college girls are into. That was amazing. I felt fantastic, and again, in moderation, I think X lax is amazing. So it just cleared me out. Went, I took a shower and went back to the to the restaurant. Everybody was You're uh, like, "Screw this two hundred dollar juicing thing." <laughs> yeah, well, the juicing is good. Well, that's for if I want to do a colon cleanse, I just do X lax. The juicing thing is just for uh, digestion, for making you feel better. I don't do the poop cleanses. Those are weird to me because why take three hours and what X lax can do evidently to me in in four or three days? You can do X lax does it four hours later. Those those and poop how long did it forever. last? Uh, All night? No, just uh, just that first little bout of it. And then uh, a little bit later in the night was just a normal. Everything was back That's to normal. That's what I'd be worried about, just Great. 24 hours just nope. coming out of you. It was one good bomb, and, uh, I mean, it was an impressive amount of Yoo-Hoo. It was amazing. And, I, you know, and nobody. And here's what I, here's what I now know about uh, Megan's family, all of them, to a T. We're like, you took a shower after? I'm like, yes, I took a shower after. That's disgusting not to. I, I dropped about four gallons of Yoo-Hoo. Yes, I showered, and I came back to you. And they're like, well, you should, well, that's dumb. And I'm like, well, you tell me all I need to know about you then. <laughs> now I know you have skitties, Stephanie. Now I know Stephanie's got skitties in her drawers because she was all over me. And her mom was all over me about showering after a poop. And I'm like, wow. Never in my life have I ever had anybody tell me. You know, if you're just talking about, yeah, I clean. I'm, I'm a little obsessive about the cleanliness of it. I'm like, eh, that's stupid. Although now I know. You've got poop butt. You've got rust butt. Anybody who fights someone who says, I just clean it. Tells me all I need to know. And the one person that I thought was going to have rust butt was the nephew. And he turns and he goes, I don't know why everybody's upset about a guy who washes his ass thoroughly. That You shouldn't be arguing with him. He's right. You're just saying you don't wash your ass very well. It was weird. Uh, and then, But uh, Megan told Keith at Rotten Grapes. So all of Rotten Grapes knew. And they acted like, I didn't care. I think it's a, it's a pride thing. But yeah, I highly recommend that if you're looking to lose a little weight. Or your stomach's bugging you a little bit? X-Lax, that's the way to go. This dieting is nonsense. <laughs> Throw a little X-Lax in there. Have a game plan. Don't do it for a long time. It's not healthy, but neither is eating a ton. So let's balance that out. And it just drained me. Yeah, my stomach was acting funny. And I'm like, maybe I just need to get rid of some stuff. Boy, that is effective. Just very effective. I don't know what's in it. It supposedly just dehydrates you to no end. I felt great. I don't think I've ever felt better. It was like vitamins to me. And I just walked around afterwards. I had a, a nice uh, uh, sweet corn risotto with some shrimp right after I dropped the uh, Yoohoo pounds. So, it's, so you went home and then came back? Yeah, it's 15. Oh. Went home.
destroy the bathroom. Talk amongst yourselves. Hold up, poor mini Toledo. <laughs> yeah, well, they basically said, yeah, I did a little road work. But when I came, they're like, you could have just done it here. And I'm like, no, you, you should just be saying thank you, John, for not doing it here in a restaurant, in a public place. I would have destroyed this place. The house was ruined. I will say that. Are, are there any other over-the-counter drugs that you're needing to try before you, know, you croak? Seems no, like you're on a little mission. No, like that's a, like I don't, a weekly OTC. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the uh, I think that's the danger of people's fears. It's not going to kill you unless you overdo it. And I think in moderation, these college girls have it right. This is a fantastic product that helps you lose a little weight, keeps you moving. Have you ever used with, with, a suppository? I have in the past, years and years ago. I don't care for them. <laughs> I fire them out like bullets. They, I, the only fun thing for me with a suppository is how loud can I make it hit the porcelain? Because nothing happens. It just... I don't think they could stay in at this point after your Joel Osteen experience. No, you don't loosen up like that. (laughs) See, that's that's insulting to Lisa. Because you're saying one time in and it's a mess. What you just told me, everything I need to know about butts in your world. (laughs) Tightens back up like a change purse. It's a good elastic back there. Yeah. We had uh, some frat bros prank the house, and they made brownies. They they work in the kitchen. Oh, I thought, like, this weekend. And they put x in it. <laughs> like, wow, I target you. Know, back, back in the school days. Let's get Bogan's house. All right, yeah. The x brownies. <laughs> Classic. Pike House is going to screw up some residential areas. Did it work? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. Great. Yeah, the, those guys got Yeah, I certainly uh, wouldn't want it. Trouble. I unexpected. But. Didn't have one. Completely safe. You didn't eat one of the brownies? Yeah. Why? I was a pledge at the time. You weren't allowed to. Oh, you couldn't have one. Yep. And other fraternities brought you brownies? No. Your own fraternity? Yes. They were pranking the entire house. Oh, Oh, those are good guys. So the people you paid to be friends tried to ruin your gastrointestinal I thought that was the point of uh, the the newbies. They they would want to get you. Yeah, why weren't you? They didn't let you in on that. Well, the the pledges, you can't... um, you you're not going up there, and you're not on the meal plan yet. You're just going up to the house to clean rooms and do whatever. Awesome. Uh, the best part is it's probably Brandon's like, well, we'll do the brownie trick, but we can't let Bogan see it. He'll eat them all, and we'll, we'll end up on the news because we killed a guy. I don't know what's going on, Tom. I ate about nine of those brownies, and my guts fell out. <laughs> the president did pile down three of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll happen. Unexpected x lax still bad. This is a 24-hour... Yeah, as are most Cosby druggings, over-the-counter or otherwise. I don't even want Pedialyte if you didn't tell me that's what it is. But, yeah, you take one, and I'm telling you, man, it is great. I also have to say I got an email from a, a super fan this weekend. Uh, evidently, I mean, just above and beyond. Uh, ended up getting a ticket, driving around listening to the replay on Saturday morning. Just a massive fan of the show. Uh, got a ticket. It's like, man, I was laughing so hard at you, Holmberg. It was unbelievable. You're the best ever. I got a ticket because I couldn't control the car uh, while you were uh, while we replayed the John Snow Bastards game. And I'm like, oh, super fan. Here's an autographed eight by eleven glossy and some old shoes I'm not wearing. Anymore. Real funny, John. Real funny. <laughs> that super fan's name was Eric O'Connell. I'm like, oh, super fan. Well, I was a little shocked, you know, because uh, Frank doesn't ever make me laugh. Sure, he did a really good job with that game. <laughs> yeah. And you did good. No, thank you. And the, uh, the Battle of the Bastards was, and it was yeah. killing me. It was cracking me up. And I'm driving back from the pool store, and I'm not paying attention. Oh, and it was foot. going 60 in a 45, 15 miles over. I mean, come on. That's, that's, that's pretty heavy. That's, that's not that's, heavy. That's, that is the lowest. Excessive. On the list. Uh, the, he, he gave me the ticket, and it's the lowest one. 
so it's only 250 bucks. Well, because it's 11 to 15, that's his, you know, reasonable. But you're on a residential street, that's why. Yeah. 45 mile an hour residential street? Yeah, most of them are there. Yeah. No. Like, not, the, like not the residentials are 25 or 35. Yeah, it was 45, yeah. it was like, uh, like a McQueen a going around the highway. That's a road road. I was hoping he'd let me off. I don't know. I, I blinked at him and tried to give him a little loving. <laughs> yeah. A little blowy. I was, uh, like, I was listening to 98 KUPD's Morning Sickness <laughs> Rewind, which you know I host. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, he turned it up. Here, that, that's me. That's me. Oh, wait, hold on. I want to make sure that my next break is I tape these. Do you know who <laughs> I am, officer? I saw you driving by me hysterically laughing at 100 miles an hour. Couldn't help it, sir. The show I host was going on, and it was amazing. I introduced... Um, Funny bits. I was wondering. I did lie to him because he he goes, uh, "Do you know what the speed limit is here?" I, go, I, don't, I don't know. Fifty. I knew it was forty-five. <laughs> and that's was, why you got your ticket. Yeah. That's why, because I lied. Yeah. I afterwards, I'm like, damn it, why did I do that? Go I low. Just, I thought it was fifteen. I thought it was a fifteen <laughs> mile an hour. Zone. I thought sixteen to fifteen yeah. would be good. <laughs> I think the answer to that is posted or mine. <laughs> right. What do you mean? Well, my limit is amazing. You should see what this car can do. I don't know if it has limits. Have you ever driven to L.A.? <laughs> right, I mean, come yeah. on. I don't know. I'm sorry. I have restless leg and my foot just... Could oh, you I... crack that joke, you think, and it would get you... With a cop? A ticket faster? I think so. Uh, if I, I don't know. That, no, my limits are different than yours. <laughs> the posted speed limit is 45. Right. That's your limit. I thought that meant that's the slowest you can go. That's the limit. Like, don't go below this. Would they suggest trying to make them laugh in order yeah. to get hilarious? Out. Cops love that way. Do they? Oh, they love it. Just give them their give them the license and registration and move. You on. like the That's barbecue? You like the barbecue officer? Did you tell him what was going on? He's like, "Why are you going so fast?" No, he, he didn't. Say, ask. He's laughing at Holmberg. He's awesome. <laughs> I know him. I know him. <laughs> I call him. You want to talk to him? I have him on the phone now. It's gonna knock him hey, John, out. Could you do me a favor? <laughs> Talk to this cop into how hilarious things are right now. I'm dying over here. Great job with the snow stuff. <laughs> Sorry, officer. I know I make your job harder on Saturday mornings and stuff. With all the speeding. I was thinking about that. You think uh, the show's done that to people? I've gotten emails from people. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who a guy was swerving once. He was laughing and swerving. People always say that. I was like, oh, I was laughing so hard I had to pull over. I've never seen that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's actually true. But Eric evidently home should have done it. Yeah, I, I, pulled it. Over. I, didn't, I was laughing so hard I had to pull over. I, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my life to where I'm like, I better just stop the car. I'm dangerous. I, I was uh, laughing so hard I got pulled over. That's different. Well, even then, I don't think I have that kind of lack of control. Once those lights come on, everything's not funny anymore. Ah, nuts. People are probably laughing. wondering. I'm going 110. Yeah. How are you listening to it when you host it? And you were there. It was, it was recording. Yeah. Not only that, shh, don't, shh, don't tell Oh, it's completely recorded, everybody. Please. So is Larry's show. I mean, some of this stuff is all garbage. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to. I'm going to take the veil off. Most of that stuff. All the other radio stations you listen to, all recorded. Mitten Man Jay, he doesn't use vowels. He, uh, his whole show is done in like 12 minutes, and he's over at the uh, Is that what it's called now? The Peak. Is that what it is? I don't know what their station is. Oh, it is the Mountain. The Avoid vowels in radio as much as possible. J. <laughs> just use the vowels. Man J. So close. I don't know. It just looks better. MTN. No, there's no vowels. 
But uh, yeah, so yeah, Eric uh, pretends to come in on Saturday, but I think it's Jeremy or John that's actually here. Yeah, yeah. you record that on Friday, uh-huh. correct? When there's a comedian or something in here, Eric disappears for thirty minutes. Maybe I should come in here, and then I won't get tickets. That's right. Driving around laughing. That's right, laughing hysterically at me. God, <laughs> it's a great. It was a great text. It's like this is great. Guys are so funny. I got a ticket from a thing I actually participated in. Well, it's kind of your fault. Maybe you should pay for it. It's too fit. It's not my fault that you can't control your car just because I'm funny. Kind of. No, it's not. Frank. Maybe you and Frank should split no. it. No. No, maybe you should just control yourself. You should probably know better, like drinking, that uh, listening to anything I do is dangerous for you. You can't. You absorb it wrong. Now he knows. Now he's into it. It was pretty great, though. <laughs> it was early too, like eight thirty nine yeah, o'clock. Was, yeah, you were going hundred miles an hour. Must that casino must have been calling you or something? No, <laughs> the pool was green. Oh yeah, you got to go get some shots to fix the pool. Yeah. That happens. Well, there you go. Congratulations, but Eric, how much is the ticket? Two fifty. Two hundred fifty bucks just to go speeding. I that, was that was the lowest man, one. Man, they're charging two fifty for speeding now. So I'm saying. Wow. You wipe your ass with that money, you might should pay it. No, I'm not going to, but that's why I have it to wipe my ass. I don't pay stupid bills. <laughs> wow, that's you're, that's stupid. Everybody go to the speed limit. I didn't know it was that much. What's that HOV lane cost? That's got to be a that's fortune. 500, 500, yeah. right? No kidding. I do that all the time. And then uh, I, the highest one on there was like 675 bucks. Holy. You're really going over like 50 miles over or something. Maricopa County, 10 to 14 miles an hour over is 250 bucks. It'll cost, oh, so he did catch a break because you were 15 over. It'll cost you 200 to 265 to go to traffic school for that. 15 to 19 over is 300. 20 plus is 300 to Man. 350 to 450. And if it's a traffic camera, it's 165 to 200. Those don't count. Don't pay those. I uh, Wow, I had no idea. I haven't been pulled over in a long time, knock on wood. I haven't gotten a ticket in God, it's been years. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was like, I ain't going to traffic school. It, it can't affect your insurance that much, can it? No. That's why I'm like, I don't think I've like ever noticed it. Especially if you haven't had one in a while. Or something like that. I don't think any of my tickets have ever affected my insurance. I've only gotten. Plus, uh, you're, you're relying on agencies to talk to each other, and I don't know if right. they do, right? Well, then they start, getting, get they start getting super thorough when it means a couple More of money. Yeah, all of a sudden, they're really Oh, if there's an quick. opportunity you get like a to comprehensive raise the review once every other other year, I think. Jeez, I don't know about any of that. I haven't gotten any tickets, which is great. Good for you, John. Yeah, because I'm busy listening to Larry. I'm stone sober driving around. <laughs> You're not going to have a problem. No chance of me getting in trouble. <laughs> I got Larry on tape. Ooh, I'm going a little quick. Throw Larry up a little louder. No, it's uh, I didn't know. Wow, that's now I'm thinking about all those people you see pulled over. That's brutal. Oh, I figured like sixty bucks. I that's how long it's been since I've gotten a ticket. I don't think my most expensive ticket was ninety dollars, and I was going uh, about forty five on a twenty five. It was a ninety dollar ticket. It's changed. Yeah, I have it. Well, see, I'm helping you guys out, making you think about it a little bit. Well, I drive responsibly. That's why I haven't had tickets in so long. But yeah, be careful. You're helping everybody else out. So I guess that is true when you're like, I was laughing so hard I should have pulled over. Again, I've never had that, but I can't, ima- I can't imagine laughing so hard I can't control a vehicle. Well, I, you just don't pay attention. <laughs> no, I know that. I've sped. I speed still, but I like... Like I'm, listen to Metallica oh, or Pantera. Oh, God. Oh, get, uh, I gotta pull over. 
I don't know what would have to happen that would be so funny that I'm like, just calm down, John. That didn't work anymore. No, it's just too hysterical. There was a, a bike cop, too. He was going the other. He was hiding. No. Like a bicycle cop? Yeah, yeah, it was a bicycle. Yeah, yeah. and he just latched onto he the back. Up sure, Toledo. Hey, pull over. Hi, I'm Officer Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm going to speed just to watch you do that again. That's pretty amazing. John, why is Chuck's voice ringing in my head right now? Do a, do a goddamn warning, please, yeah. on your next one. Oh, Chuck got pulled over and let go because he was Chuck. Oh, that's right. And the cop actually came back and said, you're going a little fast, right? I guess. I don't know. And he's getting a little indignant. And he goes, why don't you slow it down, asshole? Hey, watch your... Oh, oh, you're doing that because Holmberg said... <laughs> And he let him go, and then he came running down here to tell me the story. That was the greatest day in yeah. Chuck's life. Uh, I, 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 I got recognized by a popo. If the cops ever watched Chuck drive when we were going to lunch, though, they might have him. Oh, he should have got a million tickets. Oh my God, he should have killed a million people. He's oh. the Hitler behind the wheel that got lucky. And I swear, the day Chuck died, we all got a little safer. <laughs> that man driving Sorry, Chuck. was. I've been on thrill rides that have been less like I. I no fear at all. I would go. Maricopa would get a brake check every <laughs> oh, day at eleven thirty. I would get. Uh, I would go on a wingsuit off of El Capitan and be more comfortable <laughs> than I would drive into AJ's with Chuck just for a couple turkey sandwiches. It was the most horrifying ride of your life. You remember when Guadalupe stuck that stop sign right in the middle of the lane? Yeah. Chuck always headed right for it. He was aimed right at it and then go in the other lane. They put that goddamn stop sign in the middle of the road. Now the turn line is over here. Nope. This is just <laughs> oncoming traffic. You're wrong. You're just, I hate to tell you that, but you are wrong. Ah, bunch of assholes. Yeah, that's right. He, he was the worst driver I've ever been in a car with. By And there's no close second. Now, there was a couple times where, while he's chatting and driving, someone in the car is going, Chuck, 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 Chuck. Oh, I see it. God damn it. Semi, you're semi. The, you're in the wrong lane. You're in the wrong lane. Wrong way, wrong way, wrong way. And then Norman calls. Oh, he's still in the story. These idiots up in Ohio don't know what's going on. Uh, you're in the wrong lane again. But he may have, I can't imagine, he may have been like Eric and just a big fan and couldn't control his vehicle. I didn't even think your truck went that fast anymore. <laughs> like it, it does. It looks like, you know, it's gray. It's a perfect truck for 45, 50 mile an hour. I wouldn't even pull it over for speeding just because it's like, that is an average citizen's car. <laughs> there goes average Joe. It's a perfect car to speed in because it's you don't recognize it. Megan's dad's got one, and I'm like, I could go a thousand miles an hour in this if I wanted to. No one sees me. It blends. Yeah, yeah. Usually those red uh, sports cars are the ones that get. Yeah, they get. You start blazing around, making all sorts of noise and zipping. Around. That little gray truck scoots by at ninety, and nobody notices. Like, what was that? Only thing you have to worry about is uh, amber alerts. And- yeah, they're almost always a Nissan. <laughs> yeah, another Frontier's got a baby in the back. <laughs> Keep your eyes open for those, but outside of that, it's no big deal. Uh, all in all, though, all Memorial Day did was make me want a vacation. <laughs> oh, like a week. Did, yeah, because yeah, I'm like, man. And that's pretty much all I did was look at other things to do when I have more time because this weather was so good that it makes me like recognize that somewhere in July when we have a week off, I better find I got, something I gotta like that. I got to find something like what we just dealt with because this was the most pleasurable thing ever. This, is a, this might be the happiest Phoenix has ever been. Because it was just a, a load of people thrilled not to be sweating. And I think that was all that happened.
the orchard, the rotten grapes. Everybody's just smiling. Guy comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder at rotten grapes before he went home to poop. And he goes, a couple veterans want to buy you beers. And I'm like, I'm good. I said, thanks, though. I'm like, you're nice. I'll come talk to you. And I met a guy sitting there. Uh, he looked better than I'll ever look. Now, in the past, the future, or anything. And I'm talking to the one dude, and he's like, I see you don't have to buy me beers. It's fine. We'll just, just come by say, hey. Talking, and he's uh, telling me about the show. And then he goes, this guy right here. And I'm thinking he's a veteran of maybe Afghanistan or maybe the Iraq War in early 90s. He goes, he's one of the original frogmen in Korea. And, of course, I'm looking at him like, how old is this guy? And I, that fell out of my mouth. <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, huh? He's like 82. He looked amazing. One of the first frogmen. And I'm like, that's incredible. And then I walked away and I went home and I took a huge... But what they didn't know was that was about the time that the X-Lex was kicking in. Well, that's why he didn't want to drink. Uh, oh, no. There was no beer happening. <laughs> that would have forced it out even faster. They're you telling the stories. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's when I knew I had to go home. When I'm sitting down, I'm like, ooh, this stuff's starting to gurgle. This is going to work. I get some dinner in, go home, just crush, and then go to bed. But when I stood up to say hi to those veterans and the frogmen started talking, there, I heard, we're back in 51, blah, blah, blah. And all I heard was, you need to go home now. Sit down. Start sweating. Yeah, I did. I, I started. I, I, they may notice that I was kind of just dancing while the guy was talking, hopping around on both feet. Tell the frogman that's enough. <laughs> Gotta go, frogman. But they were really nice, and then I ran home and took a huge deuce. X-Lax kids, the future is X-Lax. Uh, it's 6.43. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there? All right, wake-up song brought to you by ELOteam.com. If you're going to buy or sell a home, please get in touch with us. ELOteam.com is where you go. Um, motionless in white, disguise, slipknot, unsainted, fear factory descent, full beat, a warrior's call. Key said, uh, Key Custer emails and says, man, I can't believe Eric will complain about anything. That cop was awesome to him giving him that ticket. He only got a speeding ticket. He clearly dropped the drunk driving charge. That should have been attached. <laughs> You, you get a drunk driving at 9 a.m., you got problems. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Sherrick, quiet. That'll, we're going to play that against you someday. Uh, yeah. This lady says, if you're a 55-year-old woman dressed as an elf on Christmas Day, you get away with 92 in a 65. Trust me. <laughs> All right, I'll keep that in mind as I age. If I want to speed and get away with it up about 100 miles an hour, Dressed as an elf around the holidays. I'll try that, Barbie. Thank you. Uh, let's go with a little uh, a red. Uh, mm, I don't care. Motionless and white. That's the only one we haven't heard. All right, now. that's a new one. Yeah, I haven't heard that. So disguise. Their album's out today, I believe. Okay. Perfect. Do we got the man cave thing to give away this morning. We're gonna do the Guadalupe replay because I'm not gonna work real hard today. Uh, we got the what would we get a full show? What would Brady do? We're gonna do the hot releases. Yeah, so this is pretty much we're almost done. <laughs> we're, we're almost done. It's all done. It's all done. Yeah. Get this Tuesday out of the way and we can go out and play in the sunshine. Your ass isn't broken still, right? You're good now. Oh no, no, I have to it, run to the right. It was a one and done. No, 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 it was a one and done. You, literally, <laughs> you. The thing is that people abuse the X lax so everybody's got bad stories. But in moderation, if you've got a little tummy rumble. Like, I don't feel 100% right in the Just gut. get it out of there? Blow it out. Maybe and that's I mean, the problem, people trying to find out what the sweet spot is, because yeah. you've got to 
That's true. You got to dive in, right? If you're not experienced with it. Well, you take one and you let it do its magic. I think the problem is people because they're so little. They think, well, I'm a big guy. I'll take two. But of it's these. like Brady's question. I don't want to be up all night. No, you won't. Like if you take it in the afternoon, or something, that's the scary. Part. I took it about eleven thirty, twelve. Went on a long bike ride. Man, you are brave. No, I didn't know. I knew it wasn't going to kick like, in right, right away. away. Wow. Yeah. And plus, I got sphincter. I don't know. I've got complete and utter sphincter control. The, the one time I did it for a weight loss bet, I had to drive to Sholo. And somewhere outside of Payson, you need to find a bathroom. No. And I'm like, I'm all right. And I made it all the way to Sholo. You made it for Payson to yeah, Sholo? about an hour and a half. Clinched up hard. Fighting the X-Lax. And I'm I mean, taking something like that. I am staying at home. Well, I forgot I took the sh- uh, Well, there was a robbery, and I had to drive to my house in Sholo. <laughs> oh. So I took it, and I'd forgotten I had the X-Lax. And somewhere about an hour and a half in, it reminded me. And I just I blazed to the house. The cops were at the house and everything. They weren't supposed to be there yet. Half hour. Uh, we'll be there in half hour. And I'm like, okay, I'll be there. And I'm the 10 minutes there, and there's cops everywhere. But I made it. I've got good control over the back door. I can... Tighten that bad boy to the point where X-Lax can't win that fight. But it doesn't do what you're afraid of. Don't, don't believe the hype. So long as you don't pile in pizza and, like, greasy food the whole time you're taking, and then you're going to just keep going. You just you cleanse the system, and then you can go again. You're fine. Man, oh, man, does it make you feel good, though. I'm going against what everybody says that it's bad for you. It's not. You just can't do it all the time like everything else. Just, you know, once in a while. You if can't make it a one a day. Oh, God, no. Don't do that. Chocolate vitamin. No. One a day. No, no, no. Chocolate vitamin's not a bad idea, though. And also, an amazing band name. I wonder what happens to you if you do it one a day. Yeah. Like, you have to be a You have a steady flow. You have a steady flow. I think Chocolate Vitamin and uh, Save the Drowning Racist are the two best band names we've come up with in a long time. So, today, Chocolate Vitamin's good. Yeah, you don't do it every day. You don't pop it in the morning with a Flintstone and go, well, I'm off. You're going to be in trouble. But, yeah, it was really good. And if you've got, you know, a night of food you didn't want, get it out faster. I wonder if you did it every day for a year if you would, like, You'd ever die. suffer. You'd, You'd die? die? You'd die of that, what you just said. You could probably never be constipated the rest of your life. I think it might. Like, no, well, that's true because the rest of your life is the end of that year yeah, and then you're it? dead. So you no, probably weren't constipated. Yeah, you would die from that. You would dehydrate. Shut up. You would dehydrate. That's what it does. It sucks, all your, it sucks all your body fluids into your intestines. Shh. Go okay, ahead. yeah, give it a try. Go you're right. You're right, oh, uh, Rich. Go? Was I think? Go the whole year, I think. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. And you know what the, the benefit is? You'll never be constipated. We'll find again. a sponsor for you. It'll be... <laughs> we'll <Egg> get slacks? <laughs> sure. Uh, try the girly Dulcolax. Those are the fun. They're pink for her. How are they different? One's pink. <laughs> the <laughs> the same. <laughs> the routing's the same? Yeah, it's it's just it just takes your body water and... and Gets into your intestines and loosens up. I mean, it's it's a full. It's the best. I do thing it for ever. like a month straight. Try it. I think maybe it's a good idea. You'll Sweet. lose a ton of weight. You'll look good. Oh, yeah, in look the great. casket. You'll look, look like great. a raisin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you look at his abs in the casket. <laughs> that guy was tight. What was he doing? What was his regimen? That's, that's just stomach pruning. Yeah, he stopped working out and uh, just started X-laxing. I mean, he's dead from it, but goddamn, it's the best he ever looked. He's tight. Offer a $500 bet. No, you're not going to get paid for that. No? That's dumb. What are you talking about? You can do it if you want. Dumber things. I know I'm not going to pay $500 to do that. (laughs) I I, I will pay you $1,000 for the year. (laughs) 
And I'll even, uh, I'll even cut it back to just two times a week. I'll feed you an X-Lax on a Monday and a Thursday. My price, this is why I'm retired. My price has gone away. Right. Two grand for the whole year. Jeremy's getting the speeding yeah. ticket on his way in this morning. Yeah. We'll what? Be, yeah, Jer- I'll do it. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy's your guy. Yeah, but you got to eat in order to have the X-Lax. Well, he'll Daddy, die in a why week. why are you yeah. so raisiny? Daddy doesn't have money for food. <laughs> and his uh, boss gives him X-Lax every day for a bet so you can have food. Does this mean I get a toy? No. <laughs> I told you that toys are something called verboten. You'll look that up later. It keeps the kid busy trying to learn a German word while he doesn't play. He's fluent in German by the time he's five. I found out what verboten is. All the other kids get toys. All the other kids' daddies have jobs that pay them. Your daddy's an intern. That's got to be tough on career day for his son. (laughs) My dad's a plumber. My dad owns an HVAC company. My dad's an intern. What? What's that? Very bad Civil War impersonator. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. I would enjoy. I think you'd drop the intern and just say Civil War. Yeah, well, yeah, he's not making any cool, money. Cool, he's that. in a help. He makes more money as an intern. I would enjoy seeing him run around, run into the bathroom for a week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd have to run on a up. Dale show. Constantly. Pretty great. It'd be better when he. I give would it to be him. able to relate to him. You're not John again. Yeah. Oh, let's give it to Dale and see if oh. let's see if all of Phoenix's plumbing Man. shuts down. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. care now. Oh, you no. have your own bathroom. I got my own can, but the sewer system for the entire town would be ruined. <laughs> I would care because that's my city. Cho- I wouldn't do that. The chocolate so. tsunami, <laughs> Dale. Ain't doing some excellent. And now people in South Phoenix are dying. Dale, why did you do that to the people of Phoenix? That poor bad. Could we Cosby him when he comes in here? No, that's illegal. Don't say that. No, I'm already, that's part of, the, part of my plan with the neighbors. Which, quiet. I can't get twice. Can't get in trouble. And we see him waddle to the parking lot. You know I'm trying to kill my neighbors, Brady. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, Brady sold you down the river. Stop it. Jesus. I thought. I mean, that was immediate, too. Plotting, plotting, and planning. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> You got to eliminate them, you said in the text. Shut up. Got a whole bunch of them I want to eliminate. There's not just one. Never tell Brady your top Christ. secret plan. I just didn't know the gays were in on it with me. Now I've got I've got cohorts. I've got people I can pin it on. I mean, people I'm in on it with. <laughs> Jackass. All I was doing was texting over going, man, good neighbors are the ones you can unite on trying to kill other neighbors with. Meeting with the gays at four. John's going to try to kill a neighbor and I'm going to... Blow it from the top of a building. This can't <laughs> happen. Announcement. Hear ye, hear ye. There's a town crier. All he stuff. loves all neighbors. Yeah. I don't know. He likes my neighbors. <laughs> I'll be nice to your neighbors. Why don't you come stand in my driveway and be nice to the neighbors? I'll hire you. They'll move. <laughs> yeah, they would. My, they'd be like, what in the world? This idiot's this still standing This can't be real. It. He's got sparklers for some reason. You guys want to come over and play sparklers? Just chat. Just outside chat. Uh, let's do it. Motionless and white. You ready with that? Yep. Uh, it's a song called Disguise. Disguise. Uh, it's ready to go right now, and we're going to play it for you. It's your wake-up song. Knock it out. Motionless and white. It's 98KUPD. Go. Full beat right there. Dead but rising at 712 in the morning sickness. And again, it is totally acceptable to slug someone who says feels like a Monday today. It's not. It's Tuesday. Feels like a Monday. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this 
the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Is this May or June? The other oh, bottom it. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was there's two 29ths, yeah. so I'm like, ah, oh, I got trouble. Uh, it's back to work, blah blahs, and Hooters has the cure with an order of chili cheese fries, two 14 ounce Budweisers or Modelo Especiales, nine ninety nine. Hooters, that's where you go for that. Doesn't sound so bad. Uh, yeah, just erase your blahs. And again, it's such a perfect day. Just take today off too. If you're thinking about it right now in your car. You're like, you know what? Fake a stomach ailment if you're a woman. Tell them you've got some sort of menstrual problem. Nobody's questioning that. Go about your business. Saying it for years. Take advantage of being a lady. And how many years have we said it, and how long has it been? And uh, I still don't get many emails saying, you know what, thank you for telling me to use my menstrual cycle as a weapon. Weaponize it. Especially if a male boss. The last thing he wants to hear is, there's something broken. Uh, my flow is so heavy. All right, you can have the week off. Don't come in. Your boss will get all biblical in a second. You just wander the earth for seven days and come back when you're comfortable. We'll, we'll hold your desk. Put down some plastic. Uh, Brady, please report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National Hamburger Day. Ooh, that's a good one. Might I suggest the... $10 BBC at Pork Hopkins. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. You got your, what is that? The big bacon and cheddar? The Brady bacon. Brady bacon and cheddar, right? Yeah. yeah there you go. The BBC. In honor of Toledo's son. Yeah. That's I right. I should be so happy to know. Toledo's son, a huge fan of the BBC. Got to take him in to try his burger. Winston uh, got an Instagram post off of the picture of Joe Libman uh, holding or giving the thumbs up to the Pork Hopkins BBC. And, uh, <laughs> and somebody said, I thought you were blacker than this. Like, how much blacker do you need to be than Joe, the guy who took the picture for the BBC? Yeah, he qualifies. He's totally qualified as a black. I mean, there's no real dispute, I don't think, looking at Joe. I don't know, he could be Asian. No one says that about Joe. <laughs> BBC Today at the Porkopolis. There you go. Here's some stats on burger eating habits. Are the, are the According B- to a survey of 1,000 Americans. Are you selling a bunch of BBCs? Yeah, you know, and I was just going to say, uh, Joe's wife uh, actually sent me a little message out. How are the sales going on the BBCs? Yeah. Is my uh, husband representing. Hooker was asked. There's been some BBCs sold. I want you to go to each uh, uh, table that orders the BBC and hand them something at the end and go, The BBC comes with a T-shirt. <laughs> huh? Here you go. And just walk away. <laughs> Who is that? I don't even know if that guy works here. <laughs> the favorite burger topping? Cheese. Cheese. Yeah. 79%. Well, bread right? should be. It's overlooked. <laughs> it's, got, yeah. it's, it's anticipated. Don't even put it in the top five. Yeah. Bread is, kept, yeah. bread, well, I guess it's necessary for the burger, but it is somewhat of a topping, isn't it? The five favorite burger chains. According to the 1,000 Americans recently surveyed, McDonald's, Five Guys, Wendy's, Burger King, and Steak and Shake. All solid. In-N-Out didn't make enough. Not yeah. national enough, probably. I'm not a huge In-N-Out guy. They're oh. good, but I don't think they're any. I think Wendy's is better than In-N-Out. Really? I don't think In-N-Out's burgers are very good. They're okay. Their fries are good. See, I hate their fries. I think like that's fries? the worst thing. It's real. Right yeah, don't real. like them. I like Wendy's fries. Those big, thick. Steroid riddled, whatever's in there. Don't care. Potatoes. Big fake fries. With sea salt. I think they're real. They just chunk them. 
just big old potatoes, and then they, oh, they're frozen. Yeah, I think they air fry or whatever over at the thing. I don't care if they're frozen. What am I? Guy Fieri all of a sudden? I'm just going to get a meal. Well, actually, and Guy would like Speaking of Wendy's, on National Burger Day, the video, video that's been going viral is uh, one of the oh, employees yeah. in Florida was taking a bath in their uh, washing sink. Yeah, their dishwashing sink. a gray sink. Yeah, and those... uh, he's no longer employed. That was a nude? Yeah. Man, I saw the news. I couldn't tell. I thought that was a woman. Had suds up to the chest. Yeah, well, he, he got in um, just in his uh, briefs. Oh. And what's the problem there? Wendy's didn't like it. They, you know, try to, they want him to bathe at home. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> they don't care. Like, he didn't feel felt especially filthy, and he cleaned out the, the big sink and it got in It was warm. He said it was warm. Well, yeah, it's, it's hot water. That's a good request, I think, you know. Yeah, do they cuss in this thing? I've only seen it once he's in. I thought it was a woman in it. Is that Ezekiel Elliott? It is. It's Zeke. It is. He's, he's, he's going through a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah, the Wendy's in Take Vegas. Take a bath. Yeah. Take a bath. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Are they all fired? Even the the one who's like supervising and not sure. Just the one filming's sure. fired too, right? That's a big tub. I don't see the problem here. It's warm. Turn the jets on. Turn the jets on. Turn the jets on. Yeah, the hand jets. He's a big fan of the Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, that's not so bad. Got a There's nothing of, in there. There's no food or anything in there, right? No, so, yeah. but I guess you probably... I know it's know. frowned upon to just yeah. take a bath in the sink at work, but... <laughs> hey, at least he's keeping clean. Yeah, I was going to say, it's better than the opposite, which would be like pooping or peeing in there. Yeah, all the employees are in trouble because There could be just... a little risk, too, if more employees start doing it. What? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to start trying. He slips on the floor. Oh, that, sure. Yeah. yeah, oh, you got insurance problems. But the floors are slippery anyway. Right. Yeah, that's true. You want to, that's why. I see your perspective, Brady. <laughs> that's why you don't want it. Brady yeah. doesn't care about bathing in the <laughs> no. thing. Just don't fall down after. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go paying insurance claims because you guys are clumsy after a bath at work. <laughs> what would you do if you went to Porkopolis and uh, Gutierrez was in the uh, tub? I don't have it home. And he's scrubbing up. Can't scrub here, Gutierrez. <laughs> Gutierrez. We know you wouldn't fire him. <laughs> I'm right. not going to let you go for this. I'll tell you what, let me, uh, let's put the hose outside. What if they use that big uh, overhead sprayer yeah, as a shower? Dish. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that doesn't seem so bad, right? Because it's all going on the floor. <laughs> and it's got a drain. you got a nice drain back there. Yeah, but I think that has some chemicals in it, too. <laughs> He's just bathing away. Well, no, it doesn't. That's just water coming out of the The hot water sometimes. Thing. I guess the dishwasher. Yeah, the dishwasher's got the chemicals in it. Now, if he gets in there, stop him, because that he's going to die in that. Gets in that little box. Gutierrez don't want to live no more. Senior Brady. What is it, Gutierrez? I'm taking a bath inside the box of dishes. Okay. Don't fall down. I lift up the case. What? The I'll get you in there. Oh, my God. We got a dead Mexican in the box. That's no good. I'm still not firing him. Don't have the heart. I'm just going to keep cutting a check to his family. I wonder how far does somebody have could to go hold, for Could Brady he hold the special him? sign yeah, today? Let's hey, Brady, I need you to help me. I have to chop up this body. Because when I'm not dishwashing, I am in the cartel. Yeah, you got to get rid of those bodies. I'm not going to let you go. This is, I'm not, no, I got to tell you. I'm not a fan of your moonlighting, however. <laughs> as long as it doesn't get in the way here, hand me that arm. you got two weeks to knock it off. Give me that arm. Everybody deserves a second chance. 
I bet, hey, this is a meaty fella. <laughs> I bet you he tastes good. And so it begins. <laughs> Brady's John, cannibalism. I'm not going to fire you. You introduced me to some new recipes. People. Meat. Johnny Rockets is named after Johnny Appleseed in the Oldsmobile Rocket 88. Because the founder felt those two things embodied the classic Americana. Both, that he both was dead. The 1950s kind of, you know, Norman Rockwell attitude of a nice, uh, wholesome apple salesman yep. <laughs> and an Oldsmobile. Ikea does about $1.8 billion in food sales every year. Wow. With about 650 million people eating at their stores. Well, because they put you through like you're in the TV series Lost. It's a maze. Yeah. You get scared. Once you're in. And then no you're, turning back. Next thing you know, you're standing in a food cafeteria and there's Swedish meatballs everywhere. You've got to eat or we're never going to get out of here. Then they completely guilt you if you take the shortcut out. What well, are you if you doing? Go, you go against the arrows. What are you doing? I'm convinced. Everybody there is Swedish? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Why do you do this? The Funny arrows. Training. I went against the arrows. <laughs> you go against the arrows, you must die. Hagoosh, hagoosh. <laughs> I have to uh, fix another guy who went against the arrows, Brady. Not gonna let you go for this. You gotta follow those arrows. All right, give me some plastic plates. Let that be a lesson to you, Gutierrez. <laughs> <laughs> gotta follow those arrows in life. I follow the arrows all the way across the border. <laughs> oh, you're here illegally. I'm not gonna let you go for that. <laughs> Two weeks. Probably just here to support your family. No. I am here to commit many crimes. I'm not letting you go for that either. Sure, sure, because you're not making any Because you got to keep the cops busy or they won't have a job, right? I'm going to kill your family. Well, you know, they probably wronged you. And I'm not going to let you go for that. They can get up my ass too, Gutierrez. My name is Jose. I'm going to kill you. I'm not going to let you go for that. I've been told in the past I can, I can get under someone's craw. It's a different denial, Brady, there. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're a good man. I know there's good in you. I tried, I tried to get fired, but Brady was easy and possible. I even threatened his life. He said that was okay. You can't kill the man. Brady, I'm holding the head of your parents. Both of the decapitated parents now. Well, that'll do. You know they lived a nice life, and I guess it was just their time. It was not their time. God's your mother plan. begged me not to do it. She said, please, it's not my time. And I still did it. And here is her head in a box for you. Now, fire me. I'm not going to do that. See you Monday. Tell you what. See you Monday. My mom doesn't have that box one. She can be a real pisser. You probably did the right thing there, Gutierrez. The world in, helped. In the end, you did me a favor. In the end, you just saved us time and money. And that I appreciate. You know who's getting a raise? Looks like you, big boy. <laughs> getting a raise. For killing my parents. Uh, you're the kind of go-getter. Look, Look, I don't even know where you put the bodies, and that saved me a ton of money. Average funeral costs eight to $9,000. Now, without bodies, I don't have to do it. You are a forward thinker. <laughs> I like you. The Why do I keep showing up? I should just not come. And I won't let you go for that. Move on over. The world. Yeah. The Gutierrez, where are you? Amy, uh, gotta let you know that the costs here at the Chandler operation for uh, overhead 
have hit an all-time high. We've got 61 employees. They're all here, right? I can't let any of them Smoker's go. Smoker's running really hot. I hire everybody that comes in, and I never let them go. Have you fired anyone? Ever? Me, personally? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> what, what do you think I was asking? Was, okay. he asking him? was there a conglomerate of people yeah, that I, I don't see? Asking the entity. Yeah. No, no, the spirits, the spirit world that surrounds you, I can't see them. John, I'm we asking. Got, we got yeah. into this. Like I know. I'm seeing months. if he's done it again. But his eye roll told me everything I needed. Yeah, the answer. Me, there. me, <laughs> me. Personally. Yeah, you, the guy I'm talking to. Have you? <laughs> question was, have you, individual, ever fired anyone? You talking to me? So I was asked to uh, be there for a fr- firing, so you could to witness it. Yeah. And did you pick anything up? Any tips? Any pointers? No, it was pretty brief. Yeah, and just sat there. Guy gave me a hug. Did you cry? No. Oh, that would have been a, good, a nice touch. I can't yeah. believe this. So you were just the witness. I, I mean, it wasn't my call. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who did the canning? Did Hammy can? Hammy was, Hammy was the hatchet man? No. no Who was it? Our uh, new manager. Oh, right. You hired somebody to fire people. You got a hit, man. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Brady, we got to get rid of some of this dead weight, and you have a murderer in the dish station. I know. He's a good man. He's not a good man. He's also dealing drugs out of your kitchen. Anything to make ends meet? <laughs> the World Health Organization is just... It was like Saw to Brady. He had to watch. <laughs> yeah. You sit down and you watch this. I'm going to fire him. Don't do it! <laughs> You're fired. Don't do this to him! <laughs> He's 17! <laughs> He'll never find anything as good. Oh, God, you're hired back. Well, they looked at me after uh, the manager said confirmation. I'm like, is this true? Yeah, man, you're not cutting it. Yeah. See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man. You're tomorrow. fired. Now, this doesn't mean we can't still be friends or you can't work here anymore. Why don't you pop back in, wear your uniform, and we'll act like none of this happened. But we're letting you go today. Enjoy the weekend. Oh, yeah, he looked at you, and you're like, you're not getting it yeah, done. That's the- you, do you really say it, or do you just think it? Uh, no, yeah, no, I mean, I'm basically, is this, is this true? Yep. Nice. <laughs> so you're taking credit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, he did give the I confirmation. Had her, I had her back. <laughs> did you, uh... Well, that's good, Brady. Take your thumb, <laughs> take your thumb and just slide it across your throat. Oh, yeah. Nice. Get out, nudnik. <laughs> Still hugged me afterwards. Yeah, all right. Did he really? Yeah. The guy gave you a, did he hug the new lady? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> he knows. It's, uh, it's I'll wait the about Godfather. I'll come back in and talk to Brady. I know it was you. <laughs> Fredo. Are so you the World back? Health Organization has just officially classified work burnout as a new disease. That means by 2022, doctors will be able to diagnose burnout. The official definition, chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. All that means is that uh, the pharmacy companies have a pill now. Yep. And doctors can diagnose. Yeah. So now you can have a fake disease that they'll pill you up for. Exhaustion, feeling negative, cynical, and detached from your job. Got a terrible case of that. Gutierrez. Less (laughs) efficiency and... Brady, I'm burned out of my Losing completely exhausted and would rather not work. It's not a disease, it's life. I'm on burnout pills. Yeah, you got a serious case of living. I'm on a burnoutia. Yeah, I'll tell you what, diagnosed with burnout. Oh my God. And it'll be a disorder. 
And now you can't. Now, literally, Brady's world will exist. You can't fire anybody for anything. Uh, a woman in a town called La Virginia in Western Columbia was trying to eavesdrop on her neighbors last week. She stuck her head through their metal gate <laughs> so she could hear better. It got her head got stuck. Oh, good. Took about five hours before emergency crews could get her free. Got a couple of photos. <laughs> what was she listening for? Sex? Or yeah, just you were totally talking about her. Oh. You know, plotting. They were plotting. And she put her head through a, a clearly Can't hear open gate. She just needs to get a little closer. <laughs> oh, she's a big that's one. A- that's a door. Yeah, they took, they, yeah, she put her head in their doorway. <laughs> She's Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Hello? Oh, my God. That's great. Oh, no. My head. Call the fire brigade. How clean are the the EMT's <laughs> nails? Look at that nail job. You can see them. They're bright oh, yeah. white. He's like flashing signs to a that's picture. That's cocaine. Yeah, that is. It's okay. just, <laughs> His fingernails are actually made of it. That's how Colombian he is. Oh, man, I would die from that. If I had my head stuck in the neighbor's door frame. Just drop and snap you, your neck. I, I thought I dropped something. No. And I was spying. Cut my head off. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> don't call the fire department and unstick me from this. Just chop my head off. 34-year-old Jeremy Thomas. That's our guy. Except that's a this little young. Crooked River uh, Ranch, Oregon. He got into an argument with his step stepfather and pointed a gun at him Saturday night. He also fired at least one shot but didn't hit anyone. So the stepfather called the cops and Jeremy and his girlfriend left with their three-year-old daughter before the police got there. But then the cops got uh, put out a description of his vehicle, 2017 Chevy Cruze. They got a tip from a tow truck uh, driver a few hours later. Turned out the car was low on gas, so the old Jer <laughs> broke into the barn, found a gas can, stole some of the fuel out of there. Ugh. Problem was, it was diesel. Yeah, it's not going to run. It's tractor fuel. And nothing worse than crying in your mugshot. <laughs> Kids get saucy eyes because he just got busted. Kid just wanted a new toy. Yeah. Told you we can't have toys. Poor bastard. <laughs> so verboten. Christopher Coolish is the 11th death so far in Mount Everest. Have you seen what's going on there? He's an American lawyer. They're stepping over him. Stop going. They're stepping over him to get to the peak. The summit is, there's 800 people that they gave permits to for the season. And the problem is, you can't traffic jam, and you're at that, uh, anywhere from the 20... 2,000. Well, there are 28,000 where they're stopping. 20, 26 was where they're stopping. Oh, well, that's, okay. that's called the... Uh, There's that one line that gets to the top. They said that they were, yeah. they were like so and high there's no air. one route. Right. They're giving it a new name. Weimer described seeing an Everest death zone. I don't feel bad. This guy... Oh, no, that's part of the enough. risk, right? Yeah, you're signing up for this. Yeah. Could die. I don't know if you've seen any of the movies. Yeah. You're living up there forever, by the way. You're not coming back. And they say that in that last one with the, the Josh Brolin movie. Like, yeah, we got to just leave them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's too dangerous to go up and get carry them back. His family's comment, you know, they were devastated, heartbroken, but the, he saw his last sunrise from the highest peak on Earth at 
that instant, he became the became a member of the Seven Summit Club. Oh, having that's right. Scaled the highest peak All on seven. each continent for how long before he? His family he said died. he he died doing what he loved. <laughs> oh man. Okay, then nobody's nobody's sad. But that line they he keep got up showing. there and he just. Yeah. Fell. Done. It was over. I mean, just collapsed. Yeah. The best part of this whole deal is there's a Canadian guy doing a documentary on climbing Everest. This is his third time up, and he is spewing venom because he's like, this has changed in the last couple times I've done this to the most dangerous thing you can ever imagine, not even the climbing. The climbing's easy now. The Sherpas get you up and down like, you know, it still work. But the part that's bad is it's it's a receiving line at the top. Yeah, thanks for coming. Next. And there's 600 people in a line that, and you have you don't have enough oxygen to do this, and the delays are days the, now. The veteran climber says, even yeah. though you have oxygen tanks, still, yeah, well, you run out. Bodies rarely, you know, for the most part, are not designed no. to be at this level. And that's what the, the dude is documenting the whole thing. He said it was going to be a documentary about you know climbing my third time through. He goes, now it's about this irresponsible money grab nonsense that's going on. And, you know, him stepping over that body to get to the peak. The, the documentary should be fantastic. Yeah, because the guy says, before you even make it to the top, an icy platform no wider than two ping pong tables, there are traffic jams trying to go over the final few feet. Yeah. What's so interesting. Known as the right death there. zone. Yeah. yeah. And seeing the age. I mean, uh, Kevin Hines, 56 years old. Another guy, 55. Donald Lynn Cash, 55. That's not so old. No, and then there's a 63-year-old. That's pushing it. So it's, I mean, when they hear stuff like that, it's like, well, if you're in your 50s, I'm still okay. I could probably yeah. get in condition to. Well, you can. You? So, well, no, you no, could. no, no, no. <laughs> like, wow, Toledo, please, man. that was rude. Although, Toledo, I did talk to, uh, is it uh, Tenze Norgay, the uh, one who uh, summited with uh, Hillary? His son was a you climber. You talked to someone? Yeah, I went, when they did Clinton. the first. When they did the first uh, documentary on IMAX, yeah. Everest, they had a speaker come out, and it oh. was uh, his oh. son who was the expedition for the documentary. Uh-huh. And I asked him, uh, would you like me to guide you up Camelback Mountain? Uh-huh. And uh, he told me, yeah, it'd be an honor. I go, do you think I can get up Everest? And he said, the Everest, the key to that is, is not your legs, it's your heart. So, no. So, I'm in? <laughs> so, you yes. answered your you question. Have, what time as, do I show yeah, up? <laughs> as diplomatically and, uh, he, as he could, he said no to you. It's not your legs, my friend. It's your ticker, and you don't know. The answer's no. You're a loving, caring person. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all it takes, yeah. right? Is that what he meant? Yeah. <laughs> I got tons of heart. <laughs> I'm in fact, here's a couple of guys in the kitchen at Borgopolis. I want to take them with me. <laughs> you gotta have heart. <laughs> oh, kill him. Miles and miles and miles of heart. <laughs> I say, you'll never win. That's when the grin should start. Is this going to be all the way up the mountain? <laughs> you gotta have hope. So the Ark Encounter is located in Kentucky? I've seen it. I can't wait to go. It's got rainbow lights on it. They, they screwed up, built this big Ark and Jesus thing, and yeah. then they light it up with rainbow colors because they forgot that's for gays now. Well, they got another problem. Oh, no. Court documents, uh, they, they filed a lawsuit against the contractors as well. The Ark Encounter 
had problems with flooding. Right. Heavy well, rains. I guess the ark was not set up for 40 it's days not and 40 seaworthy. nights. <laughs> Yeah. No, they had some uh, structural damage. They built as it. Long as a, and a landslide yeah. did some damage. They so. built it to the exact specifications the Bible says, right? Yeah. With the cubits and the. Must have missed something. Yeah. Look at the size of that thing. Tell me that holds all of Earth's yep. animals. So the ark is okay. It's just the. Uh, bugs. So Noah was better 2,000 years ago than some dudes in Kentucky trying to throw an ark. Well, there's together. some truth to that. Oh, I agree. A lot of times they built better things a long time ago, but it took them years. But they're still, look at the size of it. The heavy rains caused a landslide and some structural support damage near the Ark exhibit. Not to mention the food chain that was involved inside of it. Right. So they had to release all the animals. Hilarious. You think they grouped them by food chain, like the lower end of the food chain to the higher end of the food chain, and everybody just consumed I'm impressed that they had such a system. Zebras, you make a right, lines left, please, no mingling. Yeah, one, one person there with a clipboard. No, yes, yes, next. What are you? An ocelot? What eats you? Lots of stuff. <laughs> Actually. Hmm. We're going to put you on your own floor for a little bit. Are you comfortable in a cage, ocelot? Yeah. What do okay you eat? Oh, I eat lots of stuff, too. Oh, this is a pickle. Are you comfortable with lions? No, not at all. Although we are similar in family. The they Ibex? The Ibex? I, don't, I, I won't eat an Ibex, and I don't think they'll eat me. <laughs> Ocelot Ibex, your roommates. And next. I'm a lion. I pretty much everything. Mm. Yes. This here, is my wife. Here, here's some lettuce. She's got to come. <laughs> In order to keep you alive, we have to feed no, you I extra Ibex. I know. The movie was very clear. And they drugged the animals. That was the best part. That they, even in the movie script, they're like, just they leaves couldn't even come up mixture. with magic. They just drugged them to not want to eat each other. Which, by it, the way... It, it was incense. Like Remember lions... They were high. Yeah, lions needed food to, to continue on. So they had to pack in, if you believe that nonsense, they had to pack in extra zebras and stuff just to feed the lions. Well, you know, the lion can go... Sacrificial zebra. 30, 40 days without food. Is that right? So, yeah. True? Yeah. No kidding. What other animals can do that? Hopefully all of them. Uh, most. If a lion going for 30 or 40 days without food is on that boat, I mean, it's off. You've got some sickly lions. Straight. They don't like to, but <laughs> right. if they I'm guessing, have to. I'm guessing, though, 30, 40 days without food is rare and also uh, the middle of some sort of plague or drought. Now, now put yourself in these lions on the boat, 30, 40 days with no food, but all that's around them is food. Oh, man. They're in a boat of food, and they're not allowed to eat. And now put yourself in that spot, Brady. It's a buffet boat. You're on it for 40 days, and you can't have anything. But you get completely cosbied when you get on the ark. <laughs> I know. You pass out. That's still. Please, if if you have a relative looking for that, or that tries to talk you into that, that being real, dis, uh, dismiss them from your life. animals. Let's go to a wild world. Do it. I watched your boy Jack Hanna this weekend. Go ahead. Hello, it. my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. He was up at Arizona, and yeah. he was talking, and uh, he fed a wolf, and he turns to the camera and he goes, "I ain't never done anything like this before." <laughs> but you're a zookeeper. I'm not buying that. Never been this close to a wolf. Never had that before. It's an amazing place, and the bears. Well, he's getting old. Maybe he forgot. I think he's forgotten everything because they put meat in a tree and let bobcats go. Look at him eating that meat. I've never been this close to a bobcat before. I'm like, Jack, you work at the biggest zoo in the Midwest. You got paid well yeah. at Bear Zone. Isn't he on like Sunday mornings yeah. at like 6 a.m.? Uh, like, I thought well, I it's like a 10 a.m. Oh, it's 10 a.m. Oh, it's 10 on Saturdays, I think. I don't know. 
I wasn't keeping track. Every now and then, there's that episode that runs. You'll see my the dad in the Your back. Dad's my in dad's in the background. He went out for two weeks of filming in uh, Africa. With and Jack? He and uh, Mike Byerly, both in the. Uh, my dad was probably <laughs> 80. Just wandering around in the yeah. background. <laughs> there he is. Photo bomb. I'm lying to over there. Hadn't eaten in 40 days. You can keep your scrawny ass in the car. Oh, they really care about their product. Jesus, Pete almost got eaten by a beaver once. People get mad at Game of Thrones for the Starbucks <laughs> cup. <laughs> right. Hey, they got Torp Bogan wandering hey, around in the back. Hey, hey. Mountain Africa, and the only thing I've seen is an old man from Columbus. <laughs> He's walking around at the uh, orangutan orphanage looking for Clyde. There's an orphanage? Yeah. They... Well, that's sad. You can adopt one? You can yeah. bring one home? Wow. Mm. Great idea. You guys can't. <laughs> Bad idea. Nobody should. You you think you're in a different... You can't have a orangutan either. They like to call them orphanage. But they uh, try to get them... Wean them back and... You buy them a seat on the plane there, next yeah. to you? Yeah. They, yeah. You have to buy two seats. Yeah. yeah. Their arm span is just... That's true. That The poor bastard that's... Got the middle seat with you. Imagine your seat in front of them, too, and they're just shaking. Tico for Flying Africa Air. Can I get you and your incredibly ugly daughter a drink? It's a orangutan. That's offensive in every direction, sir. Poor little girl from the orphanage. Never dressed as Sailor Moon. This is pretty cool. (laughs) It's the world's first image of an albino giant panda. It's in the wild in a, a reserve, a nature preserve in China. Captured it on film. So it's just a panda with no black? Yeah. So it's a polar bear. It's a giant panda. I know, but... <laughs> but you said it looks like a polar bear? No, yeah, it, a stubby polar bear. Essentially. Yeah. One that hates the sun. Maybe they, that's what they probably did. Maybe. Just pink release, eyes? Release the polar yeah, bear. Put one the... out there and just call it what it is. <laughs> he's got freaky eyes. He's got pink eyes. So he's a mutant and he needs to die because otherwise... He's going to die a horrible death in the woods. Don't they take care of their own? The yeah, they kids? should. They're they protected. Cast them yeah. off, right? Yeah, but they're not going to like him. I'm not sure. The pandas are they usually have great hearts. and They're, they're loving. <laughs> so they can climb Everest. They don't ever fire their own. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, if you can't come in the daytime because your eyes burn out, we'll just put you on at night. I'm Brady Boker, and that's your wild, wild world. We do something about the albino Mexican dishwasher because he can't uh, work under fluorescence. He's cute, but I think he's doomed. You know? Because human albinos can't be outside and stuff. That's all he is. We should uh, capture him. Kill him. They do him a favor. He belongs at SeaWorld. <laughs> That's right. Put him in a tank. We'll put him over here in the desert dolphin exhibit. It's a good place to put an albino. It's in the center of the desert. <laughs> they love that. The Heavy sun. Big time. Yeah, just get him some sunshine. He'll be fine. Vitamin D. Two Texas men were in uh, Louisiana, and they were going over a drawbridge. The arm came down on the drawbridge. They're like, oh, no. gun it. Alejandro Cazares and uh, Roberto Moreno were both in the car. Alejandro was driving. They're like, I think we can jump it. 
They tried to jump the drawbridge. They tried to jump, jump Smoking the, the bandit style. Yes. They're just gonna. They're gonna realize that the two tons of car. The goes car through. went off. Great. Right. The first ramp. Didn't even catch the. Come close to, to catching the second ramp in the. Went in the water. Both men died. Yeah. It was also two a.m. Mm. Yeah, they were drunk. That's not. Well, you don't. Know, I mean, just yeah, judge the depth. Just the night jumping alone, and then when you they hit the water, drunk. they were also drunk. That's a fitting end. Yeah, they died doing what they loved, being the Mexican Dukes of Hazard. Again, the featured car Chevy Cruze attempted the jump. <laughs> yes, the Albuquerque Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Cruise yes. is getting a lot of yeah. good advertising. Don't, don't, jump, don't jump the cruise. Not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doesn't it doesn't do well on diesel? Doesn't take diesel. <laughs> it's not good on gas, any of them. And jumping. And uh, it's tough to leap. <laughs> Keep that in mind, cruise owners. No video. Sucks. I know. I'd sooner. One rather... of them filmed it on yeah. their phone. You know. Oh yeah, that no, happened. they'll they'll dig that up on the cloud. Yep. <laughs> Probably a burner phone though. Oh. Why? Albuquerque Duke's a hazard. They were running from something. You don't jump drawbridges in Louisiana named you don't do that. Gomez and what? They're running from something. Alejandro and, Alejandro Gomez. and Gomez in Louisiana <laughs> jumping a drawbridge. Yeah, there were drugs in the trunk. Period. End of story. They found the cruise in the trunk. There were drugs and a uh, compound bow. <laughs> right. Just the good old boys. <laughs> Never meaning no harm. Hey, I think we can make these jump bolts. Beat all you ever saw. Beat all you ever saw. Being in trouble with the law. It's half a hog. <laughs> oh no, half a gordo. Good, good, good. It's them Albuquerque Duke boy. Anyway, strong, strong finish in the cruise. I would sooner ride around on Terry Cruise than I would a Chevy Cruise. He'd make that. Jump. That would be fun, and he could make that jump with me on his back. Uh, it's 747. There you go. That is your Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98KUPD. There you go. It's the death punch right there. Never enough. It's 803 in the morning sickness as we cruise through this beautiful Tuesday. Short week in it. Not a bad thing. Another perfect day. So try to get through everything you got to do quickly, and then uh, we all move on and stand in this beautiful weather while it lasts. Another week of it when we're back. Um, the Guadalupe replays upon us, and it was a Frank Caliendo's final attempt to shill away and promote his shows over the weekend. And, of course, he had his uh, fan fusion thing. Toledo, you were there. How was the podcast with our friend Frank? It was actually really good with yeah. some uh, creators. And I don't know enough about that world, but these people were apparently pretty huge. Oh, Everybody really? was excited in the Do room. you remember their names? Uh, yeah, it was uh, Wendy and Richard Pinney, who created a, a thing called Elf, uh, Elf World, Elf oh. Quest. Oh. And then uh, it was Brian Augustine, who's done a lot of stuff with Gotham uh, After Dark, I believe is what it's called. Ooh, the sexy Gotham. So, um, yeah. And then I don't know if ever does Gotham day, Daytime, like a morning show in Gotham. Billy Tucci, who uh, created a character called She, which is kind of a, if I remember right, it's a kind of a, a, a samurai, uh, American kind of samurai no. girl. Man, we are getting nerdy. That is dark. And I know the nerds, nerds will tell me that I'm wrong on all of that, right, but, but that's my memory. But that's what nerds do, and who cares? Uh, but he was up against Jeff Goldblum at the same time, and so and he pulled the crowd. And immediately afterward, he went right over to the Goldblum. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did you get to meet the Goldblum, or were you too busy cleaning up? Uh, I was cleaning up, but I think he... I know Juliet got to meet the Goldblum. Oh, the little Kelly I know mm -hmm. Oh, how cool is that? So, the crowd showed, though. 
for yeah, Frank absolutely. and his crew. Good, because he was worried about that. That being on at the exact same time as yeah. Goldblum's podcast thing, or his uh, there appearance. were a number of from our podcast that did scoot right over oh, to, sure. to the Goldblum one. How much was Frank charging? For autographs? Yeah. I believe $100. Is that right? No. I was going to say. <laughs> for That's photos? Great. <laughs> autographs? It, it is interesting because people are so trained now at, at those Comic-Cons that people came up to, to Frank and he had a booth for his podcast, so we're all there at the booth. People would come up and go, um, how much would you charge me for a picture? Frank says, no, no, I'm not doing Take that. a photo. People right. are just conditioned to know I watched that, that kid pay. that didn't want to be on camera when I was there making fun of people and uh, he was at the ATM. Going, come on, come on. Like, he needed a couple hundred bucks right now. Oh, they're feeding. You, got, you, yeah. have, you have an hour uh, to get to your the guy Max, that you want to go to. Max Brooks, son of yeah. Mel Brooks, who does a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. like that, was uh, signing stuff, and the kid needed like 40 bucks to get. And I'm like, wow. For Max Brooks. For Max Brooks, to them, it was as big as Mel That's Brooks. Huge, if it was Mel man. Brooks, I'd get, like, I'm going to get some cash. Goldblum was, what, 110 for a sign? Something like Just that. Yeah. Sign, Crazy. and then 130 for a picture. Yeah, and Frank Sign. bought all that stuff early on. I guess Goldblum line got sold yeah. out. I don't see, know if you're how that smart, happens. Don't you just kind of follow Goldblum around for a couple hours to see where he's staying? Yeah, bag it. And then just. Oh, I, I saw yeah. some people on Facebook that did that. Oh, yeah. They got pictures with them. Get a free uh, picture and walk in between. Yeah. That seems dumb to go pay for that when you can just harass him somewhere. Yeah, you can else. stalk him <laughs> yeah. all around town. I mean, you're already a weirdo in a costume. What's why? Why act like that's beneath you? You won't get the autograph probably, but you'll get that yeah. photo with him yeah, in the just, background. Exactly. Go stand at the Palomar and just wait for him to go into his room and creepily stalk him there for free. Fat Thor. <laughs> hey, chunky Superman and disgusting cellulite uh, Harley Quinn. Go stand at the uh, lobby of a hotel that one of the stars is at and get a free one. Just, um, I was in downtown Phoenix on Friday after the show. and Dressed as what? There is a, um, a sauce man. <laughs> you're, you're selling sauce. I was impressed by some of the cosplay <laughs> outfits. Oh, they've got some strong ones. Yeah. Yeah. Megan's, uh, she, she trains this doctor and she went as a... Starbucks mermaid, and then on one day, and the next day she was like this weird Lucille Ball. She did uh, the costumes were incredible. Like man, she gets in, she takes her kids down there, and they go nuts. I didn't think the kids like it. Fitz, I think, had at least two costumes. Did he? Yeah. He might have gone three. I know he did uh, Overwatch one day, and he did uh, Fallout the next day. That's weird. Well, good on you. Have fun, you nutballs. It's not good to be normal, but it is good to assimilate to society. So there's a fine line some of you are crossing. Uh, it's 808, but Frank was out there this weekend. He was with us on Friday for the Guadalupe Squares. Here is your Guadalupe replay on a Tuesday because we don't feel like working on a uh, first day back after a three-day weekend. So uh, we'll fudge it up with some stuff from Friday. It's your replay. It's 98. And here's your host, Mr. Creepy Bergeron Creepy. Thank you, Johnny. Start in the top left corner. You hate me. <laughs> 98 KUPD, it's 8.50 in the morning sickness and uh, cruising right through this glorious Tuesday after a three-day uh, weekend. And Tripp just came in and said uh, he's going to do that for me. For you. Yeah. Well, yeah. For you. Yeah. He pointed at me. No, well, he pointed right at you and said, said yeah, not you. No. I remember that part. He you directly part pointed at you Sorry. and said, not you. All I have to say. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I'm going to wow, stop that. Watch this. I'm going to put a stop to that just because he got <laughs> indignant about it. <laughs> yeah. You know who I am? I'm going to have a say in that. <laughs> no. All right. Trip, I've got something to say. Get out. Okay, I, thank I you. I gave it my all. I think John should have a three-day weekend every weekend. Yeah, and? 
And also, you're wonderful. Good night. <laughs> and one more. Good talk, Brady. Brady will be bringing in Porkopolis for him. There is more day. pork. I don't eat meat. Damn it. How do you get to a man's heart that doesn't eat meat? Yeah, you really got screwed by these GMs not yeah. eating meat, man. You could have really uh, bribed that the hell true. out of them. Get off. Keep you knee-deep in pork and beef. Don't eat it. Damn it. That black card, gold card for yeah. Chuck was could have been a brilliant move. I don't know how you good, can that barter. Was a good twelve hours. <laughs> You're bartering with a very powerful vegetarian, and all you have to offer is beef. That's rough. Should open a salad and go. Yeah. It's like going to Anchorage as the guy who snows, sells snow cones. <laughs> I got nothing, man. They do not need me here. Uh, it's 8.50. We got What Would Brady Do? He can solve your problems, though, through morality and kindness. And there's one in here that is going to just knock your socks off. Pretty great. Uh, Sex-related? Uh, well, one of them is not and one is. And I don't know why they're asking Brady. When I read it, I'm like, this is not the person I would go to. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe it's a cry for help. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, what would Brady do coming up in just moments? If you got a quick one, uh, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can throw it on there. Or text at 97936. Also, it's time now for you to call 585-9800. We'll take the eighth caller and qualify you for the Man Cave Upgrade. Simple stuff from Prestige Billiards. We're just going to qualify it because it's easy. Nobody wants to work on the day after a three-day weekend. We're going to start putting you through the uh, paces here soon. And uh, you qualify, you get the corn and house and chains tickets. We're going to give you those. And then we'll do a drawing, take five of you out of the qualifiers and make you guys dance for us uh, the Friday before Father's Day. And the winner will receive a brand-new pool table, a bubble hockey table, and a stand-up electric dartboard for your new game room, courtesy of Prestige Billiards. People behind our glorious man cave upgrade. And uh, all the toys that they have are ridiculous. Once you get these three things in your house, you're going to go over to Prestige and pick up a couple extras. Trust me on that. Awesome having a game room in your house. It's just flat out great. So call right now, 585-9800. Eighth caller will qualify for the Man Cave Upgrade. What would Brady do coming up next? What would Brady do? Hmm? All right, off we go. All right, you know, can't help it. Dale comes in here and we start talking football because you can't help it. I didn't realize this show was so, like, uh, quiet over there in PC and they don't like to ruffle feathers. Yeah. (laughs) They do a a segment now called uh, uh, Walk Through the Flower Bed with Steve Kine. That's beautiful. Yeah, they pick flowers with Steve every every Tuesday. I mean, when I tune in to hear sports, that's what I want to hear, that kind of stuff. And you say, hey, Steve, what do you got there? Not a daisy? It's a daisy day. I got a daisy and I got a I got a lily dilly. That's, That's called a daffodil. <laughs> Those are hot takes. We'll be back later with more picking flowers. He's kind. That accurate? <laughs> pretty pretty Ber- close, right? Berries and flowers. This one makes <laughs> hey, kid. This one's got food attached. Boners and flowers. Hey Dale, you're not picking. You're not picking flowers. That's a tree. You're strong. <laughs> he picks trees and thinks they're flowers. It's a redwood flower. I just picked a giant flower covered in oranges. <laughs> Eric's going to give you heat until you come down as hard as we do. Well, he comes oh, in here, he's got all these rumors he's heard. He's good. Like, but he doesn't bring it up on the air? This sh- yeah, that's true. We don't know for sure. I asked you and you said no. <laughs> the show Dale does on this couch is fantastic. I know. If you, We need to mic you up in here. Man, oh man, do we ever. 
Uh, it's time now for What Would Brady Do? And it's brought to you by our friends at MMP Jewelry over there on 12th Street in Indian School. If you want some jewelry, they've got it. If you want to get rid of some, they'll take it. And, I mean, it is a uh, an abundant supply of jewels. It's a great place to uh, find that special something that, you know, might be hard to find. Antique stuff, too. If you great. need to take out that old flower bed, get a flamethrower. You know? Oh, yeah. Then you, well, you can do that, too, right next door <laughs> at, the at the Mo Money <laughs> Pond. You don't wanna, they don't sell flamethrowers oh, yeah. at the jewelry <laughs> store. That would be weird. To be dazzled. Go next door. Yeah, go next door. Yeah. Right next door to it. And you'll go to the, the place that's Buy one diamond, get yeah. one flamethrower. Now, that free. would be a nice little tie-in for the summer. <laughs> uh, you ready, Brady? Ready. There's a couple of them in here. I'm just going to start with this one, and it's got a beep in it. So, Dear Brady, my life is I'm not suicidal or anything. I'm just saying my life is My job sucks. My wife got huge and fat. By the way, she's fat as Kids are sort of okay. But there's nothing spectacular going on there. I'm just not satisfied with anyone or anything in my life right now. I don't know that I'm depressed. I just kind of am trapped in a life I don't want. You think it's my fat wife? What would Brady do? I'm miserable, Kelton. <laughs> Set the, do the reset button. Crush walk the marriage. Away. Walk, walk away from everything. Yeah. Keep the kids wow, as a priority. Changed, Brady. Yeah, Brady, that's a great answer because you're right. I think you're 100% right on that. Here's a question I'd have for... Get your yeah, wife on is, these laxatives. When was it good? When did he consider the, go. the golden good. age and, and what made it? What made that happen? Yeah. You know, obviously we know you have an, uh, it's tough that the wife put on some pounds. Yeah. Um, Lots of them, evidently. No age? We didn't get an age on no, Didn't say an age. Don't. Or how long they've been married? No. We need details. Yeah, People, no. yeah throw in yeah. a couple, look, throw in a couple timelines for us. Yeah. Kelton just gave us the basics. Like, yeah, how I long have they been my married? Fat wife. Be was she fat when you married her? Because that's that's yeah, what you then, married. So then you deserve it, right? That's what you got into. Did and, you meet her mom? That's how, a rule. How is it going for her too? You know, does she, she didn't write, Brady. Who cares? Yeah, maybe he's fat. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. The other that's thing is, saying. did you let yourself go, Kelton? Sounds like you're a real uh, uh, bundle of fun to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, the kids thing. Keep them as a priority. Uh, Leave that uh, beast that you uh, you're living with and start over. Well, it's, it sounds like there's more to it than just yeah. That he's there's just a little more. He's, to if, it. if you're miserable, you, you, there's no reason to live that way. And no. I think, uh, in fairness, when he says I'm trapped in a life I don't want, I bet you there's a ton of people right now driving on that freeway thinking, you know, this isn't what I want. This is not my life that I. That, this is not unfolding the way I thought it was going to. You know? Life's too short to be miserable. Yeah, find something that makes you happy, and you can start uh, by. You know, doing a step at a time. Maybe there, uh, if it's work or something, change that up. Um, yeah, you know, there's other things job. that you could. You know, I I don't know how. I don't know the magic uh, button for. I think you're right, though. The wife. Ask yourself the question: When was it good? Yeah. And then try to recreate as best as you can that mentality. I think that's right. And then you know, don't quit your job, but try to find something that makes you you know more satisfied there. And then uh, look at that giant fat wife of yours. Have a chat with her and say, look, I don't like this anymore. Have an honest conversation. Yeah, and I say, look, Maybe this counseling. Is, I don't feel like I'm Always attracted to you anymore. And then try to make it work. feel and, the same. Yeah. But yeah. that's why then the counseling comes in if you both want to I mean, save it. Go home tonight, throw some pork chops in her cage and calm her down and then see if, <laughs> see if you can have a talk. <laughs> I just pictured that a little cartoon form of it. That would be hilarious. Honey? 
Mm, yeah, devour that. Bone and all. Uh, we need to talk after that. Next pork chop. Put some signs up in the yard. Don't feed my wife. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Stop feeding the, the wife. Neighbor. Yeah. No matter how hard she cries or how, how strong she seems. She wears out fast. So just run away. She can't catch you after about 25 feet. Um, yeah. Just start with that. Have a conversation. Say, I'm not happy. See what she says. Maybe your wife will surprise you. Go, me neither. And then the impetus of your sadness will be revealed. And maybe you can work on it. Maybe you can separate and you'll both be happier somewhere else. Sometimes you can realize uh, or you realize that you're being as much as a wet blanket. He sounds a little blankety. Uh, all right. Let's try this one. Uh, I met an incredible woman. I'm moving to Texas to be with her. I landed a kick-ass job there. The problem is my sister is very upset and is telling everyone what a dumbass I am. Uh, I feel uh, she shouldn't be handing out relationship or lifestyle advice because she's regularly unfaithful to her husband with a couple of my friends. Whoa. She doesn't know that I know this. Should I put her in her place while she continues to tell the entire family how stupid I am? I want to, but it will destroy our usually decent relationship. Michael. My feeling is if it gets to the point where she is doing that so much, yeah. I would uh, have a one-on-one conversation with her. Do you threaten her in the conversation? Yep. You keep it up. Say, yeah, a, listen, I know I about know what Brian. I know about Todd. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, the, you let her so back off okay, of my yeah. relationship. Right. That, now, yeah. that's still going to yeah. nuke the relationship sure, with sister for a little bit. But people will, I mean, Not necessarily. We, we've said it plenty of times. If you If you moved for someone... There's always a risk on that. Oh, huge! And and you, we see plenty of people that, oh, what are you doing here? You know, oh, I moved because I started dating someone. I decided to come out to Arizona. So he's moving for a, he's got both a job and the relationship. Yeah, that's up to him though. Yep, and but hopefully she wants to gripe at him about it. All right, well, I'll gripe about yeah. your life too. Yeah, you want to bring this up one more time? I'm going to bring up all the unfaithful. And to be honest, Johnny, it might get better because she might be real nice to you after. That's that. true too. Yeah. You got you got well because you've used leverage. Yeah, you got. Leverage. I think she will. I think it'll yeah. soften her stance up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. She might back but off. Here's the other yeah. thing: is is we don't know, you know, the background. If if this guy has been a um, serial, I'm moving here. Yeah, that could be for relationship. Maybe yeah. Step back and because see. Because sometimes maybe she's actually pointing out red flags that yes. are real. And despite her crappy way, at least at least take a yeah. little self awareness. Yeah. Take back, yep. do a little analysis of self, and then step forward and tell your sister. I know about this, this, and this, and if you mouth off about me one more goddamn time. And then how fun will it be at the next family gathering when you just eyeball her after she starts talking and I'm like, stop it. I know. Use this, man. Use, use this or it's your life. Yeah, leverage is there's, phenomenal. There's some leverage there. Yeah, and it's great stuff. Use it as much as possible. It's just your sister. She doesn't sound so great. That'd be a tough one. Tough situation if you, you know, it's your sister and you, you like your... Uh... Your brother-in-law. brother-in-law? Yeah, you're nuking your brother-in-law you're is like, what you're how doing. Do you, don't do it in front of him. Don't do it in front of him. Though. Yeah, it's one-on-one. Yeah, on one. Don't wreck that dude. But unless unless she keeps it up even after the one-on-one. I agree, the one-on-one has to happen. Uh, dear Brady, I started chatting with a woman in January, uh, and after a month I did something very stupid to upset her, and I ruined it. I waited three weeks, and then I contacted her again to see if we could continue to communicate. She said yes. I started to gain her trust, and uh, she likes me a little again. I truly like this lady a lot, and I want to be her man. I have expressed my feelings to her, and she has not made any decision yet. She gives me hints that she likes me, and I do things for her whenever she asks. But when it comes to taking her out, it's very difficult. Uh, I keep hoping that she just has boundaries and is being very careful. Uh, I want to be your man. 
lady. Like I said, Brady, what should I do next? <laughs> you you are the uh, you're burning that hope candle. Yeah. Stop saying and I want more, to be your man. Yeah, you expressed yourself, which yeah. is fine. Usually, uh, I think the most effective way after that is just stay away from it. Don't uh, yeah keep pouring it on. Yeah, stop saying I want to be your man. That's the creepiest thing. I want to be your man. All yeah. right, quit it. And there's quit that. And you have to read into it for sure. If he, you know, you're saying it's tough to take her out. There's reason. Look, you know, and I know. It's not that into you. Best right thing now. you can do at this point is leave her alone. Yep. She'll come screaming over to your house. It's basically like, look, I've done all I can. I'm going to leave you be. And then don't talk to her for a few days and watch how fast she shows up. Because, you know, the next woman that you'll meet and you'll say the same thing, I want to be your man. I want to be your man. <laughs> that trend will keep continuing. I, I almost want to start dating just because I want to say that to people. <laughs> it is strange. <laughs> I've never said that to anyone, ever. I don't you know think you're you. being smooth. Yeah. It's not really. Are you enjoying your Alfredo? I am, thank you. I want to be your man. What? What just happened? First date. Yeah. I'm enjoying this dinner. Are you? Mm. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. I guess I've had better dates, but it's not bad. You're a nice man. I'm not just a nice man. I want to be your man. All right. A bit aggressive. Then he turned into James Brown and I left. Uh, dear Brady, this is the... Uh, I'll start. I'll do that one last. Because it's just... I don't know why they're asking you this. And that's a great question. Uh, dear Brady, my son's a complete whore. He's banging girls so much, he's making me embarrassed. He's 20... Uh, plus number of women and he's only a 16 year old kid he's slaying it what I, yeah he's got 20 plus and she knows under, it's a man that's emailing me oh the kid is flat slaying it i buy rubbers i'm very open about being smart we have talks about it uh he's being safe i tell him you know slow it down uh i can't control him though he's gonna do what he's gonna do i just want to make sure he knows the right ways uh he hasn't got a girlfriend he's somewhat cavalier with his emotions and the other day uh, about two weeks ago, I got a call from the mother of one of the girls, and she said, you might be the worst father of all time, and you have a dick for a son. Well, I told her, I said, let's talk about this, because I evidently don't know what's going on. My son had had sex with this lady's daughter and uh, kind of left her in the dirt. <laughs> so I asked to meet her to discuss it face-to-face. -face. Uh, long story short, uh, long night, let's just put it that way. I embarrassingly did the deed. It was great. We hit it off, and I like this lady a lot. Can I date the mother of one of my son's conquests? It's very messy, potentially, KR. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You would do that? Sure, if you hit it off with that person. Man. But then you're dragging this emotional teen girl back into the mix. Eh, you can deal with that. Ooh, man. She'll get over it. No one's ever said that before. You can, you, I'm, you're dragging an emotional teen girl and nobody's ever said, ah, you can deal with that. Nobody wants you that. Can. You can't. You don't have to be in the picture quite yet. What yeah. you do Oof. on your own, you need to be sensitive to, sure. to that. Yeah, if but, you hit it I off mean, that I've well, relationships. Give it a run. Yeah. All right. That'll teach Whoa. your son to bang your, every girl. That's your right. son is uh, so deep into it. This is your new sister. Dad, I don't yeah. think there's anything that you could do to to uh, break that. He's he's going to have to, you know, it'll yeah, I can't it'll wait come that. back around. Caden, this is you remember Maddie. This is Maddie. Caden, Maddie, Maddie, Caden. I know who he is. Yeah, I remember her yet. Anyway, uh, your new mother and I are very excited that Maddie's going to be living with us. He took my flower. This is going to be awkward for for all times. <laughs> Dinners, everything. Well, now you don't have to worry about that anymore yeah, because your be stepbrother and 
stepsister. Find out, though, before Brady says yes to go, find out if your son did steal this girl's flowers. Yeah. Because that's a forever thing. So, again, it's going to take a little bit longer before you bring him into the mix, before you have the family. Maybe just date until they're out of the house. Yeah, because he sounds like, he said he's 20. No, he's 16. He's He's a a number over 20. And he's at the 20 count. yeah, Yeah, as far as dad knows. And that's what them being honest together. You got to talk to that kid a yeah. little bit, man. He's, Tell him to slow it down. Calm him down because he's, well, you keep him up and you're not going to have anybody to date. He's going to bang all the daughters of the women you're interested in. That sometimes yeah. turns him into more of a magnet for the yeah. women wiring. That's impressive that he's uh, good. 16 and 20. Played that many. He's a good looking young man, I'm sure of it. He's got a donkey wing, too. Where are you at at 20? Oh, I, this is at 16. I was at zero at 16. At, oh, yeah. at 16. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was at zero. At 16. 20, I was. Uh, no, wait. I think I was at one. I was at zero. Strong zero, too. I mean, it was a no hope zero. There was a. I was. Yeah. There was a zero Brady. with a capital O at the end. I had a shutout going. Yeah. You're you're strong at a zero. Yeah. I was swinging and missing a lot. No, it wasn't. I mean, I was. I didn't even have a I bat. Was, I, was messing around with girls. Sure. Yeah, not sure. I wasn't even in that category to to the point where I can talk about it much. It was ugly. It was an ugly, ugly run to 16. A couple little... I banged faces with a couple of girls. That was about it. And it wasn't good. I was at one because I lived with a girl when I was 17. That's good. Ugh. Was That's not good. <laughs> you are a man. Yeah. I want to be your be man. man. After yeah. algebra, I'm going to be your man. That was... That was a mistake. Yeah, I don't think I want my dad. Just I'm putting myself in that position. Uh, I swiped a girl's flower and stuff at 17, and then all of a sudden my dad starts dating that girl's mom. Oof! You could be on Springer. That's tough stuff. You're going back in there. If I, if uh, good luck. Apparently Springer's still on. I didn't even know it. Yeah, he's doing new stuff. He's doing a judge show this Retool. fall. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, dear Brady, this is the one I don't know why you're being asked. So brace yourself. Cause I might I, know. I want an answer. You might have one. Where's the best place to make love to a, a, a man mistress in Phoenix? I'm looking for a uh, discreet place that's affordable and centrally located. I'm in Chandler, and my side fellow lives in Paradise Valley. Uh, are there such things as hooker rates? I've heard rumors. What I'm saying is, as a Gilbert resident, where would you bury it in a side piece from Glendale that's convenient and affordable? Also, probably need a place that delivers food because we bang hard and we're tired of cars and parks. This is a girl. Is I awesome. need more Traceland. No, it's a man mistress. No, it's Traceland. Oh, okay. Man it's a girl. Mistress. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was trying to find a spot yeah. for her and her man. They're banging in cars and parks, and that's it. She's going to step it up to the next level, but they're far apart. PV and Chandler. Yeah, what would you recommend, Brady? Any places you recommend for a discreet sexual side piece? <laughs> <laughs> Chandler and But you got to keep it classy though. Like I don't think airport hotels are good, are they? Well, I think, you know, the first thing I thought about was was Ian's guest apartment. Oh, which so is in downtown Phoenix. It's right. That's that's triangulating the other direction yeah. from Chandler. And um, I think you want to go to Scottsdale area. Don't Scottsdale you? Airport, Tempe yeah. maybe. PV Chandler right in between something off the 101. I'm thinking yeah, dead center. That's not bad. Talking uh, stick. I would go That's to, a little far uh, for the Chandler I, person, although know, it's a straight shot up the 101. I think it's the kids easy, enjoy actually. the time at... Uh, Is it a pretty good run to talk to? Okay. Oh, there are there a lot. <laughs> talking stick could work. And um, you can gamble while you're there. Might hey, as well, you can make devices. a day out of it, and they've got fun 
restaurants, and like, you're going to have a great relationship on the side. If you want uh, talking sticks, go with the. <laughs> Just tell your your husband that you're cheating on that you have a gambling yeah the, oh if you get caught then if you get caught it's like oh, i gamble all the time and i just stay there and i yeah, and then i go in the room and cry <laughs> i have to rent a room so i can cry in peace <laughs> my god my life's in turmoil it's terrible <laughs> and then you just keep humping and that. right that's now, a great a idea good, a good concert series going on yeah it's a perfect way to hide it oh, fantastic great. idea with yeah. the whole gambling this is what walt, walt white did right <laughs> Pretending so a gambling problem. Yeah, so a much, so many covers. Total covers. So many other vices you can hide behind: <laughs> alcoholism, gambling, five restaurants. I mean, the last thing on his mind is thinking that you're you're, you know, blowing some guy and some sweet at the stick. So you're gonna you like that? Yeah, that's pretty. That's a good. Idea. One. Probably pricey. I don't know what the rooms there. Are. A couple hundred. Is that right? Well, you can get the man mistress to pay for the room sometimes. right? I guess I don't know. I don't know who pays. It's probably fitty fitty. But if it ever pops up where your husband goes, why you have been at talking stick <laughs> you three times? Lot. This... Oh, you got a gambling problem. <laughs> yeah, bam. But then you got to, okay. Safe. After that, then write us back, and Brady, you can have time to think about it. Where would you do it? She okay. asked where you would go. Uh, Big Surf, Lazy River, just hook <laughs> up all the time. No. Oh, <laughs> gross! The yeah. There's children everywhere. You oh, weirdo. Is, you're bad. Oh. At this. Talk, talking stick. Is you're bad at cheating. Gilbert, and then you say, she said Gilbert and Glendale. You'd go to Talking Stick? That's no, kind of how the way she said. No, 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 she asked all. you. She said, you live in Gilbert. What would you do if the person was in Glendale? Because she was comparing uh, Chandler. Break it off immediately. Really? That's, that's, that's too far. I agree. That's You're dating some far. West yeah, Side girl? Yeah, Ugh. that's uh, It's not worth it. You're going to bring meth home to your children. Dating some Glendale lady. All right, yeah, I think uh, we've solved that mystery for them. Nice job, boys. Seems like talking stick is the great answer there. And I don't know anything about hooker rates. If that's real, why don't we use them for vacations? Yeah, that's true. You dress I mean, your they wife have those one-hour hotels, uh, right? But I don't know where those are. I've heard the rumors. Not in good places. I I've never where. heard of classy. On yeah, a nice, now. yeah. The day rental. Yeah, you just dress your wife up as a whore when you're in San Diego and have her go in and go, I'm a whore, I'm here for whore rates, and just have her check in every single day. And get a whore rates rather than book a whole week. I bet you it's cheaper if there are such things. I've not heard of this. PV, maybe you have some money. Time to get your own White House or condo. Oh, you think you're gonna? Oh, I think those wow. are called uh, apartments. Yeah. In the apartment internet. That's hard to say. I don't think Jeff Goldblum's gonna do the ad for that. Gumar, <laughs> you need to get a. Yeah, you got a Gumar. But he's not the one emailing. No. She's trying to keep it together. So she wants the PV guy. She wants out of Chandler. Well, anyway, good luck to you both. I hope it all works out without a murder. But it sounds like you're headed to Dateline. And then they met at the Talking Stick Resort. Things are going fine. Her husband thought she just had a mild gambling problem, maybe mixed in a little alcohol now and again. But then he discovered the truth. She was swallowing dicks like Brady eats ribs. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's 12 a day. <laughs> Full slab. Oh, yeah. I'll take, I'll take St. A, Louis style, man. I'll We're take a full rack of dicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Slap a little sauce on that. Uh, it's 9.30 on the dot. There you go. That, my friends, is what Brady did, and it's brought to you by our friends at MMP Jewelers. That was what Brady did.
It's the pumpkins right there. It's today. It's 946 in the morning sickness. Yeah, it's Tuesday, and that means the hot releases are upon us. Are you ready, Richard? Better be. I'm ready. Better be. Eric's ready. Oh, God, it's Tuesday. Don't say it. Eric said it, too, when I told I did him. not. Shh. <laughs> Forgot it. Tuesday feels like a Monday. Whoosh, whoosh. It is, again, I remind you, legally acceptable to punch someone square in the face who says that. Especially if it's that woman at work you hate. Don't you hate Tuesday day after three-day weekend feels like a Monday? No. I love the Tuesday after a three-day weekend. I can't do it. It's amazing. Uh-oh, now it's broken. Here's a free cup of CTE. <laughs> I like that, Brady. That's a new insult. That's a modern-day twist on an old knuckle sandwich favorite. Brady's added a new topping to uh, trash talking from the 30s. How about a knuckle sandwich? How about a free help on a CTE? Why, you're from the future. Damn, I missed a good one, and I was hey, missed yeah, with Toledo. Missed a gem. It's the new way that uh, Mormons insult each other. Yeah. What was it, a fresh cup? Fresh cup of A fresh CTE. cup of CTE. He calls his fist a fresh cup of CTE. That's solid. <laughs> I enjoy the crap out of that. I'm going to start throwing that around at Tactical Black. <laughs> Are you, Tony? Give me another one of those. I'll give you a fresh cup of CTE. You can go fresh, free cup. You got your health insurance? How about a little brain scan? <laughs> I like the fresh cup. Got to use that on Dale. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, it's better if it hits all. <laughs> we all know. At least you, he's you know, had too many cups. Yeah, yeah, like, too many cups. I like those. That's kind of like the ones uh, that are personal. That's kind of like poking your finger in somebody's missing eye socket, going, "Where is it?" <laughs> it's just so obvious. <laughs> I want to see that though. Now yeah, he does too. He's missing another. <laughs> too easy. Uh, all right, uh, it's time for Eric to release this. Eric, go ahead. All right. Uh, video games suck. We don't even need to talk yep. about them. They all suck. Um, on Netflix, we have Outlander season one and two. It's a star show based on the former movies. Uh, Disney's The Nutcracker in the Four Realms is out. Got panned, got uh, horrible reviews in the theater, so I don't know why you'd want to watch it. You saw. Wasn't Morgan Freeman in that one? Was he in that one? Yeah, he was. He was in that one. I remember that. You saw the uh, Disney feature Jasmine's Ass this week. Aladdin, yes. And Jasmine looked really, really good. That's uh, the review I got online after Eric's been raving about Jasmine's butthole the whole day. Somebody just said, have you seen the new Aladdin, dude? It's jerk-worthy. Like, no kidding. Is it really? I, I'd never heard of this girl. What's her name? Naomi Scott. You've looked her up. Naomi since. Scott. All right, I'm on that. She's a, uh, she was one of the Rangers in the Power Rangers Expectation. Movie. Michael Scott's daughter. Yeah, Michael Scott's. Oh, from man. The Office? Yeah. yeah. Who knows what... Doesn't look like her. Doesn't look like him. Uh, yeah, you don't want to watch Cracker. I guess if you have a daughter, we might have to. Isn't that a Christmas thing? Yep. This is the next realm, John. She is pretty hot. Naomi Scott. I found that most of my searches, if you just add bikini, the internet won't let you down. Really? Yeah. There are shots of her in the bikini. Sure are. Uh, also, uh, oh here's... Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, dude. Toledo, get off the Aladdin. I know you get guys have been Aladdin. waiting. This is what she's and, in. And uh, here's the very first trailer... She starts shaking in that crop top. Mm. You stumbled upon an opportunity. I can. 
I can see what you saw there. She's, she's a fine-looking young lady. But I love the movie, too, John. Did you like the movie? Loved? I liked the movie. It's okay. good. I didn't love it. I guess I, I liked it. Will Smith did a good job. He wasn't uh, trying to copy Robin Williams. Said that was his biggest concern. Oh, yeah. He made it his own, which is what you need to do. And he sang the same tunes, but he did Yeah, but you're for, yeah, you have to do the same tune. Right. He made them Fun. different. Fun. Uh, historical roasts on Netflix. And you might be thinking, all right, are these roasts from the past? Not necessarily. It's Jeff Ross. He said that when he was here, he wanted to do stuff. Roasting for... Abraham Lincoln, right. Freddie Mercury, and Frank. He said he wanted to roast dead people when he was here last time, and he was going to start doing them. Now he so has a whole there. series on Netflix of historical like to see roast. him roasting Anne Frank. That's got to be a tough one. Those who fail to learn from history are condemned to repeat it. Winston Churchill. It's me, Hitler. Oh. Hold your applause. <laughs> oh, so it's... Playing characters from the past, roasting characters from the past. I have a dream roast. We're white jokes oh, wow. and black jokes. White folks is nasty. All mixed together in a symphony of laughter. This will be interesting. The characters I don't even want to. And Frank and Hitler. And Frank's going yeah, after Hitler. Hitler. I don't know who's going after who, but I'm interested. Yeah, that, that might be fun. I'm gonna need you to get up out of that seat. You belong in that section right there. I'm just kidding. I knew. I knew. <laughs> All right. This will be interesting. Maybe terrible, too. You think? Yeah, it could because the, I don't know, maybe. You think roasting is played Well, because part of the roasting is the person being roasted is, like, actually going to have their feelings jabbed a little. I think someone playing the part of the roast E. Might take away from some of the stuff, but the jokes. Yeah, still originally I thought it was just taking that character right. and actually <laughs> roasting him. Right. Uh, another Netflix original, "What If." It stars uh, our girl Renee Zellweger. Um, desperate to secure funding for her med tech startup, an idealistic scientist and her husband strike an outrageous deal with a mysterious oh, investor. This was the uh, indecent proposal. I just saw her do an interview with this. That they basically have someone who's going to. Pay millions to sleep with her husband. We talked about this last week with Brady. All your efforts. Brady wouldn't do it. Personal. No, no amount of money. Professional. Carnal. You must be willing to make the hard choice. Yeah, you got to be a hooker, basically. So it's just whoring for money to get what you want. The American way, I call your it. Business. On HBO. Coming out Friday is the Deadwood movie. I don't know what to, I gotta catch up. So on you that. got a week to go back and watch the old Deadwood. I haven't seen him forever. I know it's but been we so did long. have a winner from Deadwood today for our man cave. Yes, William Black Batty, old Bill Batty, Bill Batty, Bill Batty from sure Deadwood can... got himself a man cave upgrade. Not sure we can play this trailer or not. I'm not playing go. anything from no, Deadwood. No, you can't trailer. do that. No way. Don't even try. Next, uh, movies out this weekend: Godzilla, uh, Rocket Man, and Ma. Ma's ma? Yeah, Ma's the horror movie with, uh, what's her name? Is that another one like us? Is it Ma or is it Ma? It, it, yeah, it's that. Uh, what is her <laughs> name? Uh, damn it. I can Google it real quick. She's Naomi that black Scott. lady. No, she's the black lady that's in uh, everything right now. She was in that. Uh, Amy Scott Bikini. It was Black Math movie. And then she's uh, she's Octavia in all the. Octavia Spencer. Oh, Octavia, yeah, Octavia Spencer. Spencer. There you go. This looks a little freaky. It does. It looks kind of good. Uh, music out. We got Duff McKagan with an album, Tenderness. Yes. 
the tender side of Duff McKagan. All right. Give me some Duff. Come on now. Getting fooled. Look up, the sky's blue. Never look back. That's lazy. That's lazy. Sorry, Give me another Duff. one, Duff. Sorry, Duff. Uh, this one's called Chip Away. Chip Away, Ian might bring him in, because uh, evidently that guy helping Ian get paperwork. He, he was original on Ian's visa. He was one of the guys signing for Ian's visa. Duff McKagan's out. gay? No, you don't have to be gay to sign a gay guy's visa, but it probably helps. You and Dale think alike in yeah. a lot of ways. <laughs> so in order to talk to one, you got to be one, right? They can't hear you otherwise. I'm filling in for Dale right now. I'll They're on right. gay frequency. <laughs> Turn up my gay frequency. (laughs) Old school thrash metal band Death Angel has another album. Humanicide. John, are you a Death Angel fan? Yeah. The album album cover looks very John Gordon. Wolves in the night! How? Hitting Humanicide now! They will. Oh, those are running coats. Yeah, yeah. A bit of mass race of torture, taste for war. We're going to get some here. They're more on the Slayer anyway. I hate it. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. <laughs> Sorry, I John. absolutely hate it. I like that I recognized a few words. I mean, yeah, that was fun. I didn't mind that part. I just didn't like that that guy was just yelling at me. All right, how about the other track? The Pack. Come join the fight. We'll burn down the night. It's an impossible course. Together we become an invincible force. I've heard worse. You're coming I've heard around. worse. Yeah. But that doesn't make that, that good. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very Brady answer. Yeah. I've heard worse. It's that moment where Hulka goes out. Yeah. Calm down, Francis. <laughs> You're not that angry at anything. Maybe you like the Texas Hippie Coalition. I, I know I like these guys. They were uh, they played on Springer a few times. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I am like, seriously? Yeah. Oh, they're cool. Yeah, wow. hey, these guys are actually pretty fun. Like, as a guest, they played on Springer? Yeah, I don't know why he had them on there, but... He would have midgets and jello and a wedding cake and a hippie coalition. Yeah, I guess so. That's where I, heard, that's where I first heard right. of him. Let's hear Stevie Nicks. All right, here's Stevie Nicks. Or a witch. That's about right. That'll work. Uh, and finally, Sacred Paws. No, it's not a charity. P-A-W-S? It's a Scottish rock band. Sacred Dog Paws? Sacred or paws, paws like, take take a second. P-A-W-S, yeah. Oh, it is Sacred Paws like the animal. Yeah, you would think it was a charity. Yeah. Uh, Run Around the Sun is the album. Well, you'll burn paws. your paws. From Scotland. <laughs> this is horrible, too. Well, it's from Scotland. Expect. They can't My mom it. lives in the mud, 
because we're from Scotland and we all live in mud. Rhyming doesn't exist in Scotland because we live in mud. Mine's better. Yep. How about how far would you go to be in mud? How far do I have to walk in mud before I'm not in mud anymore? <laughs> It said Scottish rock band. This is this is rock and Scottish. Thank you, mystic folk for rock. I'll just eat the guts of a goat. It's a delicacy when you live in mud. <laughs> they don't only sing about get, mud. That's all they know. I went swimming the other day in mud. Because our pools are nothing but mud. There's mud in my beer. <laughs> I don't drink beer. I drink mud. Because I live in a country of mud. <laughs> Top to bottom. This place is nothing but mud. <laughs> the more you say the word mud, the funnier mud is. <laughs> All day I dream about mud. <laughs> I in the streets. And no one really cares, cause my is the same color as mud. Mud. Do they have a song called Mud yet? Uh, none like that. No. I love it. What is this? Brush your hair? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it has mud in it. Yeah. It's impossible to brush my hair, cause it's full of mud. My hair feels like concrete. Cause it's more mud than hair. Rhyming doesn't exist. Is that why Thomas came out here? Yep. Thomas Wells or Scott? He wanted a bath. Can't rhyme. Can't rhyme. He likes the red mud. I'm going to the States. I'm going to do something that has never been done in Scotland in the history. In the seven million year history of this mud puddle. I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> and he didn't believe there was such a thing as red mud. Look at that. This red dirt turns into mud. When I'm around. Pigpen should have been Scottish. All right, we're done. That's it. Hot releases are over. And now, in a quick transition, Brady, it's time for you to entertain us all. Brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com. Father's Day is right around the corner. I talked to my friend whose uh, daughter is going back to college this summer and uh, already is uh, starting to think about like uh, living on her own and doing that stuff and was a little concerned about safety. Well, I told her all about React Defense. Everybody's excited about that. Uh, it's a great thing to, to get your college-bound children, especially the girls, uh, thinking about that stuff. We've talked to a few guys who, whose uh, daughters are accepting places out of state. Just to give you a little peace of mind on that. The tactical black defensive system is going to teach them things that could save their lives. And with Father's Day right around the corner, uh, a great gift for the father, and maybe the father can just pass it right on to that daughter, or uh, the dad can learn some things to protect that daughter a little better. Father's Day specials all over the place, and they're fantastic for that special man in your life. Learn something that could save your life and get you in great shape in the meantime. You don't have to be a super warrior like one of those American ninjas. You can show up uh, doughy like I am and uh, out of shape like I am and still learn and progress at a proper way. The, the professional way that they do this stuff's amazing. Crawl, walk, run. That's how they get you there. And you will be running before you know it. And surprise yourself. So head there. ReactDefense.com. Home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment.
O.J. Simpson's bragging about, uh, he's telling the stories again. I'm bragging about f- a little f- hot tub party with That's right. uh, Robert Car- Kardashian, who was married to Chris at the time. Chris Jenner. And O.J. and Nicole were in the hot tub together. Before. Yep. And um, Nicole and Robert said, we're done. We're getting out of the hot tub. O.J. and Chris stayed in the hot tub, and that's when he said, I stood up. I pulled my bathing suit down, and her eyes bugged out. Who's O.J. telling this to? Who's, um, who's, who asked him? Some this? guy that's interviewing him. Tell me about the time you f- Chris Jenner. Yeah. Well, he said, I pulled my <laughs> shorts down, and... Uh, her eyes bugged out of her head, and then I f that B until I broke her. <laughs> OJ's such a ladies' man. Wow, he's spilling it. <laughs> Jeez. And he's always been so good to women's happened, heads. Both marriages uh, fell apart less than a year. Well, yeah, later. Robert noticed. Oh, it looks like you got a. What happened down here? It's like a Carl Budding uh, plant exploded. Your vagina looks like so much corned beef. And then Chloe was born a year later. Yeah, that's what I said. I tried to do the math on it. Supposedly, uh, this was in like 91, 92. Yeah. And Chloe's older than that. But I think they were boning before. Well, I was booked out of a hit. And then I uh, f- that woman until she broke. Uh, and then she wheeled herself back to her husband. I left her in much better shape than I did my wife, though. Whose head I chopped off, you may remember. Only because I didn't have a knife. <laughs> if I had a knife, that hot tub would have run red with blood. Because I'm a murderer. But I murdered that that night. There was more blood from that than Nicole's head. <laughs> Maybe he'll just lose it. And just He's already admitting. doing it. Like, you know what? Screw it. You can't get me. Double Jeopardy's real. Once I f- Chris Jenner so hard, she bled like Nicole's head when I chopped it off. I'll be right back with more OJ tonight. <laughs> Welcome back to OJ tonight. Here's your host, OJ Simpson. There is no crowd for that. OJ thank you, was... thank you, thank you. My opening monologue, I cut off my wife's head. And I ruined Chris Jenner's so much, her husband left her and then dropped dead. Could he do a pay-per-view, maybe? You know? <laughs> pay-per-view talk show? I would do it. All the money goes to the uh, victims of O.J. Simpson. <laughs> that would be great. He's just going to do it. He's just going to confess, because what the hell. Here's a list of things I've killed. Nicole Brown Simpson, Chris Jenner's We'll be right back. What if it turns out he's actually murdered like 30 <laughs> he's people? He's 20 of them. You heard of Jeffrey Dahmer? Let me just tell you this. He was innocent. I did all that. I was chopping off baby heads and peepees and put them in freezers. We'll be right back with more OJ tonight. He talked about another uh, <laughs> scene with another woman. Didn't name, but he said, uh, we had a conversation. The last girl told me that if I wasn't 10 inches, she wasn't interested. I said, I liked you. So I he goes, it. I like you. Uh, I'm a little turned on, but I'm not going to cut two inches off for nobody. Because I'm a foot long. Five. Five dollar. Five dollar foot long. And now I'm going to chop your head off. We'll be right back. <laughs> so he's just bragging about his conquest. Yeah. Now. Well, people think I'm a murderer, so I might as well try to change my image and let them know I have a one foot dick. <laughs> well, that'll make people like him more. Yeah, has he not been yeah. laid in a while? Yeah. Now he's got to bring up this six-inch. ten-inch. I might chop your head off, but have you ever had a one-foot dick before? He's having a hard time scoring chicks yeah. right now. Are you going to cut my head off? Damn it, lady. 
I don't cut every woman's head off. Just one. Cut one woman's head off. All of a sudden, you're labeled. They, they weren't going to sleep with them, but since they heard about the 10 yeah. inches. Ooh, I hear OJ's got a 12-inch dick. Girl, he'll chop your head right off. Might be worth that. But I might, I might feel something <laughs> I never felt before. You're going to feel your head coming off, dummy. It's worth it. Give me that foot long. A new lady. Before I chopped ladies' heads off, I was known as having a foot long dick. Now, I'm just a guy with a foot long dick who cuts heads off. <laughs> of course, it's, it's, it's my curse. The story is being confirmed by his former manager. Yeah, otherwise he'll kill him. You say what I say, or I'll kill you. And you know I'll do it. I, the aforementioned yeah. manager of O.J. Simpson. <laughs> What's better is I don't remember uh, Dennis Fong during the trial going, uh, she had ligature marks on her neck and had been slapped silly with what looks to be some sort of uh, you know. snake or something. <laughs> <laughs> O.J., did you slap the victim silly? With my one-foot dick? No. Quit bringing that up. Okay, I won't bring up my one-foot dick anymore. There's <laughs> a foot. I got robbed. I've never killed anybody, and I've got a minuscule penis. I think that should be the rule your God places out. If he knows the whole plan of your life, and one of the parts of it is to chop off a woman's head and then ask for forgiveness, he should get a little dick like I've got. I, who've never killed, should be blessed with a huge hog. Damn it. You promised to use your Johnson only for good? Yeah. That's how you know you've got a good kid. Let me see that thing. Oh, he's never going to kill anybody. God wouldn't have given him this. You walk around with that giant wiener and you chop someone's head off? And here I've got a fight for every inch I've got? That is jacked up. Sound jealous. I'm, I'm incredibly jealous. I bet you OJ never lays his penis across his iPhone to see if it's longer. <laughs> Damn it, the iPhone Damn still it. beats me. I mean, I've got it, but... I have to really work. You I have think, to plump it up. You think OJ's life now is better than your life? Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. What? Like his daily life is just because he wakes up and he goes. Better. He wakes up and he goes. Oh, oh yeah, I killed a woman. Hey, one foot dick. Good morning. And then everything's better for him than me. I wake up and I go. Ow, my back. I've never killed anyone. What's that? Do I have a pimple on my pubic hair. And he looks at his appointment book. I've got a date at one. You got a date at one o'clock with a model who wants to see my one foot dick if I promise not to chop her head off. <laughs> also, a date at four, same rules apply. And then a suicidal woman that wants to date me and has no rule. This one's open. But she wants to see my one foot dick. I'm going to take that and I might chop her head off. That's what I do. Anyway. Uh, it's, yeah, he murders that. Murders and heads. Maybe he didn't use a knife. Maybe he just hit her so head her, her head ripped off. Excuse me. Oh, I've ripped this woman's head off with my gigantic penis. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> a foot. My arm isn't that long. Garbage. More atheist now than I've ever been. Uh, it's 10-10. We're done. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday in this glorious paradise weather. Take the rest of the day off. Skip it. Say you're not done celebrating Memorial Day. You've got a lot to think about. And uh, just, you know, go be perfect out there. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow in the morning sickness. Have a lovely day. So long. From the Lerner and Rose Studio, this is the Big Red Ring.